Oh, me so honey. Oh, oh, me so honey. Oh, me so honey. Me love you long time. So? You done doing your thing? I'm done doing my thing. Are you ready? Are you ready? <sighs> Don't wiggle so much. Okay. Nobody touch the table. Don't stop. Everybody take your arms off the table. Stop. You, you, <laughs> what the fuck, man? You move closer and you get quieter. <laughs> well, uh, well, fuck it. Intro music. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode eight of. Shut up. Of. Let me do my thing. Of. <laughs> Together, not together <laughs> podcast. I am your host, Anthony Majorana. As always, joined by Ho Throwin, Pimp Toin, Golden Stickin, Golden Schlong, Schlongin. Yeah, uh, McGill, Miggy Goudreau. Yes, and today we are joined by a very special guest. Yes. Um, uh, special? Uh, am I really that special? Well, you got I one of those. You got one of those cool parking passes, right? One of the special ones. I got a special pass. <laughs> I, just, I just hold on to somebody. I'm just like, okay, well, if somebody doesn't believe me and I'm there's a cop special. close, you have to act it out. So in case you don't know who our handicapped friend is <laughs> and also that we don't like fucking PC culture, so go fuck yourself, participation ribbons. We are also joined by Pierre Belanger. Hey. Belanger. Oh, hey, it's hey, yeah. I am super honored to uh, join you guys. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Pierre. Exactly. This is going to be a good episode. We are quite excited. Um, coming we're... on, Pierre, is, uh, well, maybe later. Come. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Big enough when I'm going It's a bit early. you got to warm us up before you, you know, get the whole thing. Yeah, you, you know, know, like, huh. you know, fucking bake, like, you know, fuck a guy bake. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gay. I'm not gay, but twenty bucks is twenty bucks. I mean, <laughs> I'll suck your dick for fifty cents. I got ten bucks. I'm a, I'm a woman. <laughs> it don't matter to me. <laughs> I saw another trailer for that. It movie. is a good deal, you know. Yeah. But you know, having like a vagina. Like, <laughs> I I saw another trailer for that movie, and the girls were hitting on the girl too. Like yeah. it was like girl ones. Yeah. What? And they're movie? like, yeah, it's um. I'm a girl. It's okay, baby. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Makes it better for you anyways. I want to laugh, too. What, what the fuck movie is that about? called? What's it called? Um, Happy Town Murders. Happy Town Murders. Never heard yeah. of that. It's with Melissa McCarthy, yeah. and it looks like it's... Think of Roger Rabbit, but... What are we, 1980? Yeah, think about that, okay, but way fucking raunchier. So basically, it's essentially... Like sausage part... You know, like it's like Sausage Party, but with puppets. I didn't watch it. Can okay. you use like millennial Get references? Get off of the table, oh. please, guys. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just put your hand on your dick. That's what I've been doing. I'm just holding my dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holding my big old golden slime. Yeah, Moose, it... watch out! You're gonna get, you're gonna get fucking cheered on. Yeah, that's okay. Hey, that's better. There we go. You're gonna do some helmets. So yeah, essentially, man. what that wow. movie is is like. Ah, oh, what's the word I want to use? You keep putting your arms on the fucking table. Sorry. He, he needs to put it You're somewhere. fired. Get out of here. All still, right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Put your hands um, on. Sorry. Don't <laughs> spank me, mommy. Whoa. Deep cut. Whoa. Sorry. I'm sorry, son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, son. Oh, no. Not again. <laughs> uh, but not no, the broom handle, please. 
Essentially, essentially that is that's not funny, Pierre. Yeah, it Pierre. Is, it's, it's the good. fuck. It's good. I know you want to get spanked and stuff. Like, it know? is not funny. We are I, I, so I get, derailed already. <laughs> <laughs> so we were on the Golden Schlong, then Pierre, then... Uh, so anyways, this movie is essentially... Um, it's like what happens after hours with the Muppets when the kids aren't around. And that's literally what they say in the trailer. It's really fucking funny. Okay, I think I've, I've seen that trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, so uh, today on the episode, we do have Pierre... We're obviously going to do all the same things that we like to do. Uh, I just want to take a moment and explain, you know, the Together Not Together podcast is a conversational podcast brought to you every week by myself and McGill. Uh, sometimes we have and sometimes we have guests, uh, sometimes we don't, uh, but we are planning on um, reaching out to, to you, the listeners. Uh, the reason is, is we have about... 35, 40 people each week that download the episode right away, that listen to it within the first 10 hours. So we want to applaud you. Thank you so much. Yay, you, yes. you keep the lights on. Um, <laughs> but also, that's part of the reason why we had Pierre yeah, on, yeah, is yeah. because Pierre, uh, like Mark Dunlop and like a few of the other people that are going to be on the next few weeks, are Advent listeners. They're there every week. So we appreciate it. So if anybody is in the Ottawa area or uh, has a cell phone and wants to be part of the podcast, please send us a message at togethernottogether at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Uh, we do want to create a community around you guys. Yeah. We do this as a passion project, but we inevitably do it for you, or ultimately, excuse me, do it for you. So We'll do anything for you. I will suck your dick. I got these cheeseburgers, man. I'll suck your dick. That's uh, Come on, guys. Don't Dave be a menace. Uh, Dave Chappelle? Yes, don't be a menace okay. South Central drinking juice in the hood. Dave Chappelle? Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, where have you been? You don't know who Dave Chappelle is? You guys are fucked up. I, of course I know who okay, Dave Chappelle is. Okay, well, like. fuck. Um, you looked at him like super think, serious. Like, when's the last of time course. you were abducted by aliens? Yeah. <laughs> Not around <bro>. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so we'll start off the uh, the episodes like we do every single week with shout-outs. So this week uh, I have a shout-out. Pierre has a shout-out. Pierre, do you have... Er, yes, Pierre. McGill, do, you do you have, have a shout-out? two shout-outs? No, I guess I'll take one. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll shout out to somebody. Please. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's just, like, solid blue for, like, three seconds on this. Yeah, uh, yeah, so... Do you have that, an actual shout-out, or are you just wasting time? Uh, oh, okay. Can time. I do a shout-out to the, you know, that, that, that goat? You know the goat? You know the goat? Ah! That goat? Yeah. No, he shouts on it. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so I mean, who do you need I to mean, shout to? I, 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 mean, I don't sh- even know what I'm supposed to do right now. <laughs> like, how do I edit that? <laughs> just what do you mean? Can't you just delete it? Well, no, I'm not going to do that. No, le- leave no it delete the perp. Like, you, yeah, we can do that. Oh, well, no, no I'm man, not going to do that. Funny. Okay. I just, oh, you know what I can do? I can actually adjust the volume and bring it down in yeah. that one area. Okay, yeah, we're good. Don't worry. Because <laughs> that was fucking loud. It was literally even louder than yours. Like, yours still had, like, you could see the bars go up I and down. I screamed there. He screamed here. Imagine if we... I just heard you. <laughs> 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 he, uh, Miguel's he son just still. came out and, like, yeah. looked at us and was like, what the hell's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go to bed. Imagine to bed. if we had... Bunny. Well, me. Yeah. Je t'aime. Yeah, love you. Uh, what he said. He's good night in here. French. What? what? You're not sleeping yet. Bye. 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 Uh, so, for myself, so, I want to shout out a friend of mine. Her name is Lisa Hamlin. Uh, I haven't talked to her much in the last little while, so she does listen to the podcast every week. And if she doesn't, I've just called her out, so now she has to. <laughs> nice. Anyways, I miss her, and we need to be friends and hang out more, so call me. 
please. I love you. 613. <laughs> yeah, 613 915 0877. Call between 2 and 3 a.m. Don't do that. I have a small child. <laughs> Text me between that time. I may or may not answer, but you take that risk. Yeah. Uh, Pierre, yourself? Um, accept a goat? No, I'm not going to do Please don't. That's what I meant by accept. No, no, I'm not going to do a goat. Um, shout out to my wife, uh, Leslie. Um, Leslie, we love you. Uh, who's uh, in a nutshell? Um, well, I'll let you do your intros, and we can come back to come back to it, and I'll tell you a little bit my story. And that was, that was, that was we'll that get was back to good. the funny stuff. Do you have a shout out? No. Okay. Well, I also want to take a moment uh, collectively as as work colleagues. Um, we'll get into that in a second as well. Uh, to give a shout out to Julianne. Uh, she's a friend of ours who just lost somebody very, very dear to her. So from all of us here at the Together Not Together podcast, we love you. We love you. If you need anything, call us. If you want to be on the podcast, call us. If you want me to continue to send you racist memes, text me. As usual. Yeah. 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 That's, that's how I get through the day. Oh, okay. I'm not racist. I just think racist memes are hilarious. Yeah. We're not PC. Fuck that. Yeah. Participate this. Mm, if you couldn't mm. see, I was like putting well, my dick. I'm, I'm PB. I know. <laughs> PLB. P- PLB, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, uh, I um, I work with Julianne. She's my store partner. And um, about like a week ago when she came in and she says, um, she said that um, she needed to go to the hospital because her grandma was sick. And we we were there and it was inventory day. But anyways, she, so she left and she came back and she goes, oh, my grandma's pretty sick. So every day, she her grandma's was on my mind, and um, so I was working with her this week, and she was supposed to come in, and Julianne had like she was, she had a, like a nasty cold too, and she was feeling really rough. Yeah, she was sick as fuck. And um, so she, I told her like, okay, you, you know, like it's okay, you can come in a little sick bit. Sick of this dick? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Julianne, yeah. I love you. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, getting that vitamin D? No, I'm saying. Sorry, go on, continue. So that's a pretty long story. Though. <laughs> Yeah. So, anyways, so she texts me and she goes, "My grandma's back in the hospital. We don't know if she's gonna make it or not, and they're gonna try." And she texts me back a little bit later, and she goes, "Well, she actually called me and she goes, grandma didn't make it.' So, um, you know what, Julianne, don't worry about it. We got you covered. Uh, I know you want to take some time off, and we love you. So, whatever, we're there. I'm here for you. Yeah, ma'am, for sure, 100%. Agreed. Titties, titties." Ass and titties. Ass, ass and titties. It's a horrible follow-up. I'm sorry. I'm bad at this uh, being not an asshole. But um, so, Pierre, how, how do Miguel and I know you? Um. Well, I've been with uh, Sleep Country for 11 years and uh, met Miguel. Miguel was our delivery guy, and he was doing a f- freaking fantastic job at lifting those mattresses. Yeah. And, uh, with that dick, you know, <laughs> slanging that mattress dick. dick. You know, That's man. how I'd balance it. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> with the dick? I would lift it with he, it. On his schlong, he could carry a king-size mattress. No problem. The golden schlong. Yeah. The golden super dong long schlong. <laughs> Anywho, um, so... I'm getting pins. He went from... <laughs> he's getting Vote pins. for me. <laughs> the golden dong long schlong. Vote for Pedro. What do they call it? Prince Albert or something like that? You could put a little Prince Albert at the tip with a little sign dangling. I don't think there's such thing as a little Prince Albert. Yeah. yeah how about you go get a little one? Yeah, yeah. And if you get the little one, I might do the big one. 
if you... Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Miguel. Yours would probably be one of those fucking big fucking ball-bearing wheels they use for you know, trucks. You know Miguel has, like, a massive dick. Right? I know. He's, like, he doesn't have any legs. It's just his All one dick. long dick folded yeah. in two that it's he walks on <laughs> Why do you think I sit and lean forward? That's it. They call him tripod for a fucking reason. Guys. He has to keep rubbing his legs to keep him straight, or if not, he would be just, like, <laughs> actually, a, actually, just be, like, a puddle on the floor, like, the reason you know, he has to keep rubbing. Ba- 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 you know, I like, can tell what everybody's toilet temperature is in every house. It happens. <laughs> the, re- the reason why he's got to keep rubbing his legs is just to keep the blood flowing, otherwise he'll pass out. Yeah. <laughs> so, if I'm anyways, quiet, I'm actually crooked. Anyways, you two fuckers. Um, I was working for his in sales at Sleep Entry for a long time, and basically, Miguel came on board, and because... Uh, chain of events because you were Miguel's roommate or vice yeah. versa and something like that. He you brought you over from BMR into the fucking store and then finally you work for us now. I, I this like, does not compute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, there's money here. Come. Essentially, no. So what? What? Yes. Yeah. 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 Essentially, BMR just closed. I was in between jobs looking. Miguel and I used to work together at BMR, so he told me to come, and uh, now I'm fucking stuff. stuck and can't leave that horrible, horrible company. So. Oh, horrible. All I do is sleep, sleep, sleep. All no I do is sleep, 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 no matter what. You want to buy a mind, I don't really give a fuck. You want a discount, fuck that shit up. Walk this. <laughs> don't, <I can't>. <laughs> <laughs> this white boy can't rap. And they stay there. <laughs> they stay there. <laughs> hey, actually, I got a picture of Anthony uh, balancing a freaking posture board on his chin. Uh, yeah. On my phone. Yes, and, and Pierre is also our health and safety rep, so... We hey, did well, it. Well, actually, I, I resigned from the health and safety committee for like you. last week. So good for you. <laughs> Nothing safe ever anywhere. We don't do it. We don't have a very labor intensive job, but it's not safe at all. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes our our back rooms are fairly compromised because hey, we, they won't let us get rid of box springs. Um, Bastards. Is uh, Brian okay to talk about? Yeah, Brian. Brian. Uh, Brian De Soul. Uh, Brian De Soul. He, long, he's long, a number one. Long, long okay. time so, listener. So here's yeah. the thing. One time lover. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Goodbye, I'm, I'm my lover. I'm on the safety committee Goodbye, with Brian. Brian's, Brian represents the managers. I represent the sales associates. Anyways, he comes up to me and says, Oh, Pierre, we need to order gloves for every store. What do you mean? Like work gloves? He goes, Yeah, we need work gloves because I keep cutting my fingers. Well, fuck, you have, like, sausage fingers. Like, it's true. It's like fucking Brian's kielbasas. A lo- Brian's like, a lovely guy, but he's got big-ass fingers. He's got big-ass fingers. Like, you don't so, want him to be your doctor performing your physical. So, anyways. Because you will come back a different person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Once you go B, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't go, and you go, and anymore. So, um, so anyways, he makes big me fingers. order all these gloves for all these stores, and... I have to distribute these things at sales at the sales meeting, and everybody's fucking laughing their ass off. Who the fuck needs work gloves for the stores? Like, <laughs> and everybody's and, Irish, and, by the way. And Brian, <laughs> who the fuck is who this guy? Fuck, who the fuck is this motherfucker? <laughs> so, give anyways, I have to give yeah. out these gloves, and everybody's going, "What you order gloves for us?" No, no, it's because Brian and his fat fucking fingers. And it's like I didn't, yeah, you know, that was. No, not my idea. Brian. So safety and health is labor and mental intensive. Yes. Very. Very. Gloves. <laughs> you know what? What did you do with your gloves? Because I think I brought them in start one point. Honestly, I, I, I didn't actually even... I, one, I wasn't there for that meeting. Two, Pierre and I were working at the same store. Yeah. So I didn't know about the gloves until later. We were at the store 
it was maybe a week after or something like that, and I was rooting around doing something, and I just kind of pulled these gloves, and I was like, what the fuck are these for? Oh, yeah. Like, I get it. It's like, it's like I understand the purpose of the gloves. The issue is the job we do doesn't really imply needing gloves for should, almost anything except for cleaning a toilet. We should but we don't them. have those gloves. <laughs> we should just wear them with customers being like, we're trying to be safe. Hi, welcome to Sleep Country. Uh, I'm a sleep docker. Snap. Yeah. <laughs> Snap. Why Please bend over and cough. Why do you only have one white glove? Why do you have, why do you have only one son? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey, hey. You want to go with that? You want this? <laughs> hey, my name's Paul Mead, and uh, did you want to go with this white glove up your butt? Thanks. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I'm Hi, uh, What's that? What's that? Hello, and uh, welcome to Sleep Country. <laughs> my name is Mickey Mouse, and... Uh, I love to sell mattresses. Mouse. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do one. No, it's good. That's good. You can do Pluto. <clears throat> All right, so so moving on, just to keep ourselves on track, because we're almost 20 minutes in, we haven't really accomplished a fucking thing except for telling people we love them, which is a good thing. And my dick. <laughs> well, my dick, my dick. I yeah. mean, it's you know what? It, it's it's a it's a prized possession of mine. Of mine? Yeah. Okay. So it's definitely yeah, something... It is, it is, we're together. Yeah. Not together. No, um, yeah. It Decide. definitely is something that we need to discuss and more people need to know. So actually, the running joke is I just started telling like random girls at Sleep Country as soon as he broke up with his ex that he's got a huge dick. I don't actually know if he has... Well, actually, I've seen his dick a couple times. It's pretty big. He's a, he's a grower, not a shower. But um, I think that... <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? We're, we like, live together. You, so what? Were you opening my door? I was sleeping. Bro, just, you weren't shy with your dink. Yeah. <laughs> Our bedrooms were right across each other. There was times where you would open your door and like climb out of bed and you'd just been having some fun and like open the door and be like, hey man, what's going on? And, like you'd have something in front of your crotch and then you'd like run away and it's your dink. Yeah, I, I have to admit it was... I, Whatever, it's I, all good. I, Those were the days. It obviously days. did something for me because I got Chantel pregnant. Yeah. With your dick. Oh my god. No, I'm just kidding. Lily? <laughs> She's like, da da. No, no, no. No, she no, looks no, like no, you. No, she looks like yeah. you. Yeah. Unless it's just us. From my hands up. <laughs> oh, here, oh. she looks like Chantel. Oh, no. No, she's got your cheeks. How do you see my cheeks? Yeah. She's got your cheeks. You, sha- definitely- you shaved before. Yeah. We don't talk about that on the You've air. You've never been like a Sasquatch forever. We don't talk about this on the air, Pierre. Oh, ah, excuse me. I'm the only one that's actually shaved here and that didn't work. It's okay. I'm trying to look older. <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> With all the crap you've been through, man, I'd expect more gray hair. Just nah. for men. Just for men. He's good. He really? got this shit on lockdown. He's the happiest person in the world, man. I figured this out, man. He's literally, he's like, he's like... I figured for being 11 years in sleep country, you'd ha- you still have hair. I'm surprised. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> you're, you're actually I mean, a DILF. Ah, thanks. You're a DILF. Yeah. That's a good point. Nice. So, are you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> that he, I just said you're a DILF. It doesn't mean anything else, you? okay? Look into my eyes. <laughs> say it again. No. Anthony told us not to look at each other, look at the mic. No. Although I, said, I would listen, like to drown no, 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 myself no, no, in your no, no, deep no, brown no, eyes. No, 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 no. You're misinterpreting what I said. I said, I don't know, man. you can I've look at each other, but speak long. into the mic. Exactly. Oh, okay. You want another mic to speak into? Oh, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> check, check one, two, click, click. That was a penis joke for anybody that wasn't paying attention. So, what we're going to get Welcome into, back. just so we don't fucking get derailed again, derailed. is I want to start uh, the weekly wrap-up. Okay. 
Tell us about your week. No, 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 no. We have the intro now. Weekly wrap up. I don't remember. The weekly wrap up. The news you care about. Brought to you by the Together Not Together co founders. Alright, so, uh, weekly wrap-up is a segment we do every week where we essentially fill each other in on what happened this week, interesting, what we did, blah, 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 blah. So, um, since Pierre is the guest, we'll get him to start. Um, so, what's been up, man? What, how was your week? Well, actually, my week has actually been pretty darn good. It was stressful for a little bit, but it came out to be pretty darn good. That's good. So, That's good. Um, Did you get up to anything interesting? Anything? Uh, any homeless people? No, no, you hit no, homeless no. People? No, I stopped doing that. Oh, there's that. still beer in here. Fuck. I, I stopped. I stopped hitting the homeless a really? long time ago. Yeah, I retired my combat boots and my skinhead, and uh, I, t- I, I retired that a long time ago. <laughs> I just take it down. I just open my door when they pass by. That's it. So, so, you want some change? Boom! Like in, <laughs> like in fucking. Uh, you want to wash my windows? State of Decay too. <laughs> Driving by the zombies, open the door and hit them with the door. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, no, my week has been kind of like my week has been. Same thing that's been going on for since February, which is pretty much go see my wife every day. Um, she is at the hospital being treated for PTSD. Uh, we're not shy about it. We're very open about it. And it is a reality. Um, so that's pretty much that consumes my life. I go to work uh, after work. We finish at 6 o'clock. Go see her. Spend some time with her. Then jet on home. Take care of the kitty cats. Did watch you, some TV. Smoke some weed. And then go to bed. Sick. What kind of munchies do you use? Um, I really like. Uh, recently, I've been eating the, you know, the celebration uh, Leclerc celebration cookies. Sure. Would filled with raspberry filling. That is actually pretty damn. Yeah, good. yeah. It's like a, it's like the Oreos with the raspberry in the center and then the white filling. No, 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 no. Not those. Not those. They're like a, like a little like almost like a shortbread cookie in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Inside, raspberry filling, mm. and then dipped in milk chocolate. Just the top, fucker. and I've it's solid milk chocolate, mm. and they're what? about two dollars a two dollars a box. And they have caramel ones. They have the raspberry filled ones. Yeah, those two are the like the freaking best. The caramel well, ones. Fuck are me like, sideways and call me Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve. I have never he? heard of it. Celebration. Yeah, I've seen. Oh them. yeah, orange box. So yes. what, yeah, orange, orange box. box, and they're oh, like, they're, the, they're the little ones. Eh? Like, yeah, they're about two bucks. If you get okay, them at Walmart, yeah. they're two bucks. Okay. And when I really get the munchies, mm. I mow one row down, and then with a tall glass of milk, I mow one row down. I like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they as, go as, down, a, as a cookie cookie lover and connoisseur, I appreciate that term. Yeah, and uh, extensively. Oh yeah, you know, like there's nothing better than Oreos and rice cold milk when you're fucking. High as fuck. I, I like to go right through every type of, um, not flavor, taste. Every type, like, I go from sugary, salty, heavy, mm-hmm. light. I go through all that. And oh, oh, you're a foodie. Yeah, because I'm fat. Would you be a foodie? You're fat. So like, you're fat. If you're fat, I'm like a fucking gigantic. We've been talking mu- about the jab of the motherfucking <laughs> hut. Miko Chaka love the milk chocolate cookie, blah, blah. Sorry. Star Wars. Yeah. Or Star Trek. Why no, no, Star Wars. What the fuck? Get out of here. You're fired. Jabba the fuck. Go home. Don't spock me like Jabba that. Jabba the hut. Go to your room, young man. No. Yeah, you're, you're grounded. Go spank yourself. <laughs> you don't want him to do from that. From behind, not from the front. <laughs> That's a sin. You don't even look me in the head anymore. Um, okay, I'm going to keep on. <laughs> so, Why do you wake up every morning with a gummy eye? 
I don't know. <laughs> you had a weird childhood. Why's blonde? Why's blonde? Have, why's the blonde have such a big belly button? She's got a blonde boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I know. Okay. So I was trying to be blonde. Miguel. Uh, I thought so, that was gonna work. Um, so that's been my 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 life. Uh, my my wife is my life. Anyways, that's just sum it up. That was my week. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. And, 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 and yeah, you yeah. did. All you need is heels. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> with a wig on and a boost here. <laughs> that's sick. Miguel, what about you? What are you up to this week? Woke up. Was Monday. Took <laughs> extra. <laughs> you gonna George Thorogood this whole thing? All right. <laughs> One day was Monday. <laughs> I woke up. <laughs> I ate some good breakfast. <laughs> I went for a dump. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I like that. And I <laughs> stuffed that motherfucker up. Well, <laughs> 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 the other day, my... I got nothing. Um, <laughs> that's cool. She woke up, took a poop. Go on. <laughs> Normal stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, normal stuff. Took an extra... <laughs> Inquiring uh, minds want to go. No, uh, Miguel, let's keep going. Took an extra day to myself. Well, I, spent, I spent a bit of time downtown. Did slacklining, which is, as usual, my oh, thing. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people taking pictures of me, like I... Like, like you're a Asia, fucking like superstar I was the first or white per- No, like I was the first white person in Asia or something. Like, oh, oh, look at him. But, yeah. Yeah. I can't... It's hard to say every week, like, life is an event. I mean, like, you know what? But it's not, it's not that life's an event. It's just, like, see, I like I like this topic just because of the fact that it gives me an opportunity to sort of, like, look over really the small things that happened in my week that I appreciate that I don't necessarily talk about. And the reality of it is when we don't talk about it, like anything, you know, it's not necessarily real. Yeah. Right? So it, it is good to sort of shoot the shit about the week and what's happening and you know what I mean it, it yeah. also like for me a lot of it's just you know simple little things that Lily does that make my week awesome True. or shitty little things that happen at work that that create an objection in my own self that I have to work through right like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's why I like to talk about it because it gives me a an outlet yeah I, I maybe I don't think about it enough to be like hey this is a peak moment that i'm gonna remember because usually you remember the bad shit or the extremely good shit or the experience mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's hard even just talking about week by week it's that's why i'm like i'm trying to think of my peaks that's and like, the hmm. idea of the, the co- topic though right it's it's to take the mundane situations that we go through and make them interesting yeah or m- cause them to give us some sort of interest in them do you yeah. know what i mean because we we are adults and we do adult things and we go to work every day Most. that we can and yada 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 right so it's a it's it's a good way to elaborate oh i actually wanted to give one more shout out and i just totally 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 forgot so longtime listener of the show lisa hawking it was her birthday the other day lisa uh and i have known each other for probably close to 20 years now um, she's my little friend. We used to call her little Lisa cause she's very, very short, but she's oh. a very, very short little bundle of love and Aww. we miss her. Well, Aww. not we, I miss her. Yeah. Cause, cause yeah. you guys don't know her. No, no, but I know the name. So uh, that's, that's nice. Yes. Yeah. Lisa and I are still pretty tight. We talk all the time. Yeah. Me too. But she likes me sometimes. Hates me other days. You know, typical woman. Yeah. But whatever. It's I all good. I just don't understand. Yeah. yeah I can't, <laughs> I can't figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Okay, well, right. m- my week was yeah. uh, pretty laid back. I didn't do too much. I had a little dilemma with Lily. 
That's something I want to talk to you about. What do you mean? Uh, bring it to you as well, uh, Pierre. So Lily went to her grandma's for Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday. We picked her up Wednesday evening. Um, our daycare provider was on holidays the last two weeks. I'm off Thursday, Friday generally, so I have her the days that I'm there, and then that way we don't have to take any time off work. But the dilemma is I, I came home. We got her, whatever. She was a little bit grumpy and pissy the Wednesday night when we got her. Um, and then Thursday, uh, this last week, I, I took her to the park. We went out and, you know, just do a normal park shit. Like, it was playing in the sand. We were there for, like, two and a half hours. It was really hot, so eventually I was like, okay, Lily, you know, yeah. we got to go. She generally always throws a tantrum when we leave. She's only three. She doesn't get it. She thinks that she can stay at the park the entire day, and that's okay. But the dilemma is, is once we got home, it went past the typical tantrum. Normally, when I get her home, I can coax her down by giving her a freezy or, you know, whatever, help me clean or help me start preparing dinner, whatever. I can get her involved and she forgets about the park, whatever. Short-term sure. memory. Yeah. Uh, memory of a goldfish. But this time, I had her laying on her... Oh, not even, I didn't have her laying down, sorry. I, was sit, I had her sitting on the stairs and I was trying to take off her sandals. And the little shit, and it's very uncharacteristic of her because she's not like this, she legit upkicked me and busted my glasses. With the other foot? Uh, with the foot I was trying to take the sandal off. So she, like, pulled it back. She didn't intentionally mean to hit me, but she kicked me good and, like, smoked my glasses and bent and broke the arm of the glasses and then just, like, continued to throw this crazy tantrum. I've never seen her do that before. It was a little concerning because, like, like is she going to start hitting a daycare? Like, my daughter's bossy. She is. She's bossy with other kids. She thinks that she's the the rooster, the, the king rooster, you know? Yep. But she has never been aggressive and physical. I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. I think she doesn't know what she's doing. She's uh, experimenting her emotions. Maybe. And that's fine. Except for I don't want her to do it to like another kid. You know what I mean? Or something along those lines. Like, it hurt, man. Like, I, like I contemplated seeing if I could get in contact with the UFC and get her in <laughs> like a... Like a flyweight or something like that. I don't know. Like, Wild card. I, dude, no joke. I fucking snapped her arm like three days ago. She still isn't tapped. This kid's a fucking superhero. You what? It's a joke. Oh. Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, probably what? Okay. You've been hitting my weed, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. But no, yeah, like she, she, it's it's weird. Like it's 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 a new it's a new step for us. And even so, like the Friday, she was a lot better, but. Uh, Last night, so Saturday, apparently she wasn't very good. Today she was better. But do you think it might be because of, like, her being at her grandma's for a couple of days, do you think? And I having th- a different no. discipline, you know, like, we discipline her a specific way, but that doesn't happen when she's at grandma's because grandma disciplines her the way she wants. Okay, well, I don't I don't believe that. It could be just a random coincidence. That's, that's highly possible. She's growing up. Trying different things, screaming a little louder, a little longer, stomp, 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 slam door. Did you hear that, Daddy? No, open the door, slam it again. Just mm-hmm. to like, uh, oh, you like that? I want, I want, I want. She's a fucking three-nager. Yeah. So always, little always. Shit. Look, yeah. When you remember when you were a kid? No. Oh, I do. No. I, would, I would do the stomp, stomp, slam door, slam door, slam door because I wanted attention. I wanted to be noticed that I'm slamming the door harder and harder gotcha. until somebody told me to stop. Because to tell me to stop is is kind of like. Like, yeah, you acknowledge that that door is going to break soon of my... You're a feisty little fuck, 50-pound body. Yeah, that was me at 16. So, like, last week? Yeah. No, I gained. I gained. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like four pounds? Yeah, yeah. Fifty-four pound body. Fifty-four kilograms. <laughs> kilograms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then other other than that, uh, I didn't get up to too too much. Um, it was nice having the space away from <clears throat> Lily a little bit. I'll be honest, because we don't, being that we don't have a lot of family here and support factors, things like that, we don't get a lot of time without her. So it was nice, um, just to chill out and do what people do when they don't have. Dude, kids. just fucking get high and drink beer and play video games and like. Walk around the house naked. It was awesome. It was fucking badass. Don't you already do that though? I do, but not not like I did when she wasn't there. Oh, okay. So like it was like I walked in the door and got high. Okay. Took off my clothes and at got the door, high. and then grabbed a beer and got high, and then held the beer on my nuts. It was really hot, and then continued to drink the beer, and then would sit down still while cooling off your nuts. That would be fucking impressive. I used to be in the circus, Miguel. Or Miguel. Miguel? That's, that's, <laughs> Miguel would be like, these nuts. These nuts? These hot. Hot nuts. <laughs> hot pants. And then he said, da, take that beer uh, and put it on your nuts. Uh. But, uh, yeah. And uh, I guess the only other really exciting thing that I did this weekend, uh, or this week, was I watched UFC 227 yesterday. Okay. Motherfucker. It was one of the best. Well, you guys aren't big UFC people. Should I elaborate? Yeah, please, you, please you, do, because your fans do. Yeah, it, it was a uh, it was a very very good card. So the the two main events or the the main event and the co main event were both title uh, title defenses. Uh, it was Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse. Most people know him as Mighty Mouse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he literally he's literally been the flyweight champion since or the fly, yeah flyweight champion since two thousand and twelve. Okay. So he's has this. This was his twelfth title defense, and he's won eleven straight. Uh, Did he win this one? No. And I'll yeah. get into that in a second. the The main event that was the co-main event. The main event was T.J. Dillashaw versus Cody Garbrandt. Two. Um. T.J. just won his belt from Cody back in November. It was a big upset. And, the world was on fire and shit like that. And then there was a, some decent undercard stuff. Nothing too crazy, um, but all very, very exciting fights. And, like, it was probably the one UFC where I got the most out of it. Like, I pay my 65 bucks uh, plus taxes, and a lot of times it's done at, like, quarter to 12. You okay. know? This one was done at, like, oh, like quarter to one. Everything, everything except for... The Cody, like the f- main event, yeah. everything went the distance, <laughs> like all all the rounds, which is fucking wow. awesome. Nice. And they were such like super props. I don't think anybody from the UFC listens to this, but super props to Dana White and his team for actually like making that card. Everybody was so evenly matched; it was amazing. Like okay. from somebody who watches it from a technical standpoint, like I'm not a mixed martial artist by any stretch of the imagination. I do know a lot about mixed martial arts now from being a fan for. 15, 20 years. Yeah. Um, just, you know, you watch, you learn. I, I can't necessarily perform it. I, I like to pretend, but then I generally stub my toe and cry. But I, yeah, I, I, I then, do the same thing. I'm like, you know what? If that guy comes up to me, I'm going to right hook, powerbomb him, and he won't even know what happened. Yet, I don't even know how to do the right hook. Yeah. And then you're like, where's the table so I can throw him through it? And yeah. you're like, oh, wait, this right. is wrestling. Uh, can you just stand I, there a minute? You smell it, what the rock is cooking. I, I always tap out after my wife jumps me and just like, I just, just fucking flattens me. And I have to tap <laughs> out every single time because if not, she'll just rip off my nuts. Uncle! So, uncle! <laughs> who's this uncle? Titty <laughs> <Yeah>. twister! <laughs> but yo, so... Um, I would fuck you up! 
<laughs> right. The power of Christ compels you. You're like, oh God, baby, slow down. Um, no, but it was it was a great it was a great fight. Um, so the co-main event was Demetrius Johnson versus uh, Henry Kazuto. Kuz- I can never say his last name right. This is their second fight too. So it was two years ago that Henry fought Demetrius. Uh, Demetrius Johnson is a very very small guy, but he's one of the most versatile. He is the pound for pound best MMA fighter in the world. He's what, like five two, five three? I think he's like five six. He's about my height, uh-huh. maybe a little bit shorter, really? not by much. Maybe maybe five five, five four, something like that. But uh, but he weighs like one twenty five. That's the weight class. <laughs> So these guys weigh in at. They walk around probably at like 130, 135. I think in Vegas, because they were fighting Vegas, I think Vegas has a rule that you can only weigh past your champ, like ch- way past your weight division by 13%. So 125, you're probably looking at, you know, uh, another 17 pounds at max, 16 pounds, something like that. You know what I mean? So essentially, he can weigh, you know, up to 140. Make it sound so easy. I'm trying to gain three pounds, and then I'm having. Yeah, but these guys cut. I can weight. do. I can send you a fat transfer. Cool. Like an e-transfer, but with fat. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Hard it is. Yeah. What's, uh, the the password is uh, fatty fat fuck fuck fuck. Ba 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 ba. Um. But yeah. So a lot of these guys they cut weight down to that, right? So they because the more you weigh, the more power you have behind your punch. If you can cut weight. Let's say you walk around at 140, 150. Mm-hmm. You can cut weight down to 125. That means you're a bigger person fighting essentially smaller people because th- that much of a weight cut to do in like two days is hard. So it's a lot on the body. You have to dehydrate and it's dangerous. Like you, people have died weight cutting. So um, what the difference is in this one, uh, Henry is an Olympic gold medalist. Um, so he's... A fucking badass wrestler, mm-hmm. um, but he's got a really unique striking game. And Demetrius is very, very dynamic and explosive, and always seems to finish in the most amazing way. Yeah, yeah, a lot of leg way. work. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of leg work. Lot of leg work submissions. Powerful. He does kick. Well, he broke his fucking foot yesterday while fighting him. He did five rounds. Look, I've seen him fucking kick, and it's like whip it, like yeah. whip the well, shit. Well, also, when you're weighing that little, like there's not a lot of weight to carry. Yeah, there's no momentum, so it's just explosive energy. Yeah, it's technique, yeah. and you just get that nice snap to it, right? But, uh, so, I I personally think that, uh, so, essentially, what happened was is the judges, it went all five rounds, the judges called it uh, 29, 28, 29, 28, 29, What's no, 28, 27, 28, 27. So, for, they were calling it to one person got 28 on the scorecard. One person got 27. Then they call it 20, 29, 20, uh, 26, which I don't agree with. Um, so by unanimous decision... Unanimous? Yes. Unanimous. Yes. Um, by unanimous decision, unanimous. Henry won. Yes. But I, I don't agree. He really only took the fifth round as a dominant round. Every other one could have been like, eh. So I had them going in 2-2, but... It's a little disappointing because Mighty Mouse would have had the longest title defense reign ever in the history of the sport if he had won this this uh, this twelfth uh, fight. But I do have to say, holy fuck! Most people when they win, uh, they're super you know over the top and they think they're king shit and they're the best thing since sliced bread and blah de blah de blah de blah. Demetrius Johnson is so humble 
the guy legitimately was like standing there, went to decision. You know, at the end of the day, when you've won 11 times in a row, losing to a decision, that's not on you. That's points. That's up. And it, and the problem with the, the judging in the UFC is they're all boxing judges because that's what's regulated. So the UFC still isn't big enough to have mixed martial artists as judges. So they have boxing judges, which don't necessarily understand all the technique and don't understand how to uh, give the proper points to certain things. So it's very rudimentary in the sense that, like, the way you score points is significant strikes. So the strikes that make most contact create most damage. Um, And I go like this because we think it makes the most damage or it might hurt, but a lot of times it's just the snap or the slap. Anthony did air quotes. Yes, I did air quotes for uh, everybody listening. Um, or takedowns or takedown defense. That's generally the three ways that people are judged. So if you can defend takedowns, it's just as good as doing, like taking somebody down, right? So um, I don't think it was a, a fair loss for Demetrius, but he took it humbly. Like he got up there and he was like, you know, he was the better man. He won. No problem. Just, we'll be back, you know thank you to my team blah 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 blah, and walked out and hands up head high like awesome like real fucking champion the guy's straight up then henry's like i'm the best and i hate him personally i think he's a goof and he starts getting all like fucking bloated and he's like i want to be the triple tamp i want to have three belts and fucking because you can go up to any weight class right yeah and then whenever that was done i was a little bit disappointed in that and then it came to tj dillashaw versus cody garbrandt too and Holy fuck, TJ, the reigning champion, and still champion, uh, knocked Cody out in the first fucking round. What? Yeah, man. Like I, Cody, Cody was better. He was the first time they fought. He had just come off some back surgery and it wasn't one hundred percent. And a lot of people thought that. And he got finished at the I think four minutes in the second round. Um, this one, he got finished in four minutes in the first round. He got fucking knocked out. And they, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TJ stood him up and just fucking bow, 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 bow. Hit him. Hit him. He came in with a lot of hard rights. He was he was just packing in all the power behind his punches. He was just throwing so wildly because he was like trying Batman to. Batman hitting Superman with kryptonite. Essentially, right? But the problem is he had so much power behind him that a lot of them were just going wild and wide. <clears> so TJ would just dodge him and come back with a heavy right or left and put him on his ass, got on top of him, just fucking started feeding him a couple uppercuts, stood him up. Giving him left and rights, Cody's arms just dropped, and then he just fucking finished him with a knee right to the fucking face. Oh. Just uh, grabbed him by the back of the head, and just boom. Yeah, so that was my night. I was fucking super excited by myself watching this shit, like all fucking like yeah. Nobody came over or anything like that, but so yeah, that was really my week. It was pretty, pretty boring, pretty bland, but you know, something pretty exciting. The, yesterday was exciting as fuck. Yeah, yeah, exciting as fuck. Like I had so much energy after, and I kind of felt sick, but. So to prep yourself for a good UFC event, do you have like UFC tight undies? To like no, but I, I tend to listen to a lot of uh, Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Rising up, back, back on in the street. I always even do bad lip reading for the music they listen to when they walk in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> At first I was petrified. First I was scared. I was petrified, thinking how I'm gonna live without you by my side. With that heavy look on their he's face. He's just sitting there like mean mugging, he's just walking and hitting his chest. <laughs> so you've seen me on my walks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck, I just hit the goddamn mic. You're gonna laugh, but actually, and I'm gonna show you this, Miguel. 
fucking <laughs> believe it or not. So while, you, while, you're, while you're opening up my Spotify. Yeah, while you're doing that, I'm going to mm-hmm. get us situated into uh, sort of what's coming up next. Um, we brought Pierre on, so we wanted Pierre to bring over some topics. Um, so we have a list of the 30 most bizarre. Get it? The 30 most bizarre research papers, uh, research paper topics of all time. So in the next little bit, we're going to go over that. Count them down from all 30. Um, did you yeah. want to describe it to the podcast? Rocky. You showing me Rocky I, stuff? I, I have I have the soundtrack of Rocky on my saved albums on my Spotify. That's good. It's pump up fucking album. That's what I listen to when I go for my walks. You've never seen Rocky? No. I think we've, we've talked about this many times. I know, I but yet you still have never seen Rocky? Rocky yeah. 4, man. That's... When somebody looks at you and goes, you haven't seen a movie, that's like a cue to go watch that movie. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a very subtle cue, but it's a cue nonetheless. Yeah, that's okay. Should we make you a list of all the cult movies that you should have seen? No. Or just like a list of descriptions, so at least you don't look like you don't know what you're talking about or other people are talking about? I, I remember you know. the Brisks commercial. <laughs> I can beat this guy now. Something like that. That's, that was correct. That's brisk, baby. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a good ending. <laughs> Adrian. 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 I think that pretty much Hey, Nicky. Hey, this is a piece of stick. My face is all fucking messed up. That's how he talks before he got into the Adrian. Adrian. You love me. You know, he, he sounds like a guy that's just recovering from anesthesia. He's just or coming stroke. out of it. He's like, or a stroke. <laughs> hey, if, if I start talking like that and I'm not fucking like doing it, an if you start talking like that and you are high, I'm not smoking what you have. That's for fucking damn sure. Yeah. The other thing, too, though, <laughs> is he's like the invert of Jean Chrétien. You know, Jean Chrétien's one, he talks all the way out of his left side of his mouth. He started smoking weed. Which I hope he does now because it's going to be legal. He probably would talk normally. But whereas you look at Sylvester Stallone, he looks like he's had a fucking stroke. He's outside dreaming. Adrian! You know, if they stand next to each other, you know, like they could they'd sound like. They'd be Two Face. Two Face, yeah. <laughs> Jean Chrétien, the only Canadian prime minister who could not speak both official languages. How are you a French person <laughs> doing a French accent? But you sound Russian. Da. <laughs> the the only Canadian. <laughs> You're fucking French. Yeah. Just speak French. I I okay. am not the only uh, French Canadian. Canadian. Uh, Canadian. Okay, oh, so he, here in a nutshell, I'll tell okay. you how I got rid of the French francophone accent. Out of okay. Me. So I'm 16 years old. I'm working at an IGA or Loeb, whatever it was. But anyways, I'm a pack boy. Of course you did. A pack boy. <laughs> Not a fudge packer, but a pack boy. Well, if you worked at, of course. If, if you worked at Lindor, you could have been a fudge packer. <laughs> yes. Although there's nothing Miguel's wrong with so fudge packers. Miguel's so proud of himself right now. He's like, oh, I'm going to hold on to that one for a couple weeks. There is <laughs> nothing wrong with fudge packers. Yo, Union 405, fudge packers. Huh? FP. It's <laughs> a legit union for fudge packers? Think about Maybe. It. Huh? Yeah. Very convincing, was I? Yeah, I was like, no fucking way. Hey. Why are you so gullible? How, well, not gullible, but like, it makes sense. They totally could have a union. I don't know what it would necessarily do for them. Protect I don't them think they'd buy the name Fudge Packer. Like, come on. Uh, no, hey, you know what? No, no. If you are packing second. fudge in, backs, in boxes, you, I'm sorry, but you are a Fudge Packer. Oh, I, th- I was talking about gays. Let's talk about South Park. 
Yeah, I was talking about gays. Like, Dude, like, that stuff. is... That is... No, I... Okay. I want my rights! Bend Anyways. over! <laughs> what, what were you talking about? <laughs> you were packing some stuff, but it wasn't fucked yeah, for yeah, some yeah. reason. Oh, yes! Okay, you worked actually, at IGA or Lowe's so anyways, or something. And I'm 16 years old. I'm yeah. French-Canadian. He's got that French, had, uh, French know, accent. I had a very, very, very thick accent when I was a kid. Yeah, of course. So, um, like you didn't so try. They, I was working with a bunch of anglophones, Hang- and they were very uh, hostile heads. against me. Against me, okay. So they kept telling me, um, you know, like, "Hey, speak white, you fucking frog," and uh, so that sounds about right. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. Oh yes, speak white, you fucking frog. I didn't know. F- I didn't know. F- uh, Skin color had a language. <laughs> anyways, go talk to a Russian. I think they can. Anyways, he was actually. St- so, anyways, <laughs> this guy tells me that I go see my manager and I say, "Hey, this guy's being pretty much a big asshole towards me." And he goes, "Yeah, so, you know, by the way, it's a th th, not a d or a t." So I looked at him. I pretty much walked away and said, "Fuck you, monesty." <laughs> So, him. after a while, <laughs> I practiced, and I practiced, and I practiced, and I practiced to the point where I totally lost my Francophone accent. I mean, you still have it with certain words, yeah. but hey, inevitably, I, I, you'll I never it, lose it. You know, fully. don't ask me to pronounce, like, uh, documentary. You just did. No, fine. I normally say documentary. Development. Development. Oui. Development. Development. <laughs> exactly. Development. Wrong. So, but I, I worked really hard to to do that, and yeah, yeah. I a lot of when I say my name, like it's Pierre Belanger, and if I say Pierre Belanger, and like they go, what Pierre Belanger, Gare, what Gare, oh, Belanger, Belanger, Belanger. My dad, yeah. my dad's nickname through yeah. all the family was Belanger. I used to have a friend. Well, actually, Miguel and I worked with a girl yeah. called uh, uh, Karin Belanger. Belanger. Yeah, but we used to call her Karin Belanger. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, so that's why you, Good girl. I can't. Good girl. Uh, I have a hard time making a long-time French listener of the uh, the podcast too. So, like uh, Jean Chrétien, it sounds a little bit more like a Russian when I do that. <laughs> you should uh, try and intimidate or intimidate. You should try and impersonate uh, George Saint Pierre. He's he's like the epitome of like oh, George Saint Pierre. It's like listening to Natacha. Oops, yes. Sorry. Yes. No, that's well, fine. Well, uh, she, that's someone who probably won't care. Oh, Shout out to Natasha. Natasha. Oh. Oh, probably she will want to play. Anyways, uh, but she, <laughs> she she's very she's you know like she's really got no girl. You know like she's really yeah. Really, really hey, toi baby, uh, comment ça va? Les, Miguel, uh, la, la. Miguel has a Northern Ontario accent. I don't know what that means. He he has he has a Northern Ontario accent. You're from the neck of the woods over there, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, you see that neck. That's where I'm from. Yeah. Right there. But it's kind of like a Maritimer accent or somebody from Nova Scotia or somebody from... Uh, don't say Gaspésie because they fucking don't even understand each other in Gaspésie. Oh, Gaspésie because it almost sounds like English. Like they're speaking with an accent. An English accent, no. but they're not. Oh my God. Gaspésie, the first time I was ever there. Depends which you, where you go, man. Do we talk with tones? Like, hey, hey. Oh my God. I watched, oh my I watched God. two dudes get in a fight in the bar. Swearing at each other in French. And everybody was laughing. I couldn't understand why everybody's laughing, so I literally leaned over to this other dude and was like, what? I'm sorry, I'm English. I don't understand what they're saying. Hey, Mo, like, why are they back. fighting? And he's like, because they, neither one of them can understand each other. <laughs> Their fucking French is so busted up that two French people spoke two completely different dialects of French, and they're from the same goddamn town. Hello? Uh, Scottish? Irish? 
Sure, but they still can't understand each Northern other. Northern Ireland. These guys literally Southern got in a bar fight because they, they couldn't understand each other based on their accent. Quebec Libre. You know, they, they, they fight for the flag. Uh, you know, the they fight for the flag. Uh, flag. <laughs> That's why there's the cross, you know. La fierté. La fierté québécoise. Fl fleur de lis. Le fleur de lis. <laughs> when the bed is not enough. Je l'aime, mon Québec. Le Québec libre. Lubricant. When spit and courage are starting enough. <laughs> Spit and courage, not curds. No curds. Spit and curds is. <laughs> if never... anybody was using curds as a lubricant, you're fucking doing it wrong. Hey, it wasn't hot enough. <laughs> it depends, man. If you're working in a cheese factory and that's all you have, it's worth. It's better than spitting in your hand. No, man. You quit. Lubricant you, when you... spit and courage just aren't enough. If you're in a cheese factory and you don't have any lube, guess what, man? You're using fucking curd juice. I. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so juice. I, think, <laughs> I think actually the proper term is whey. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's actually but what it is. curd juice sounds more appropriate for this. Welcome conversation. to Learning Tower with Together Not Together hosts Anthony and Miguel, featuring Pierre Belonger. Belanger. The, the more you know, Pedro Pedro Butros. Pedro Butros. Butros. All right, guys, Bum you want to you want to yeah. you want to go over these uh, thirty most bizarre. Um, research paper topics of all time. Uh, how, how was your week, Anthony? <laughs> huh? Yeah. How was your week, Anthony? I did my week. <laughs> what? What's the first paper of the day? <laughs> why? 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 What? Did I say something that was silly? Dude, I'm high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you did your week of. I, I did. I heard your weekend. Your UFC thing, so. Yes. Well, you were here. I hope you were listening. If not, <laughs> the fuck are you here for? <laughs> this dude, is a conversational podcast. Dude, the whole concept of this podcast is to talk to each other. Okay, before we do the topic. Yes. Conversational podcast. Let's talk. What was your highest high that you've ever had? Ooh, okay. That, you're, that you can remember? Salvia. <clears throat> Horrible. Well, I've done... Good, okay. Sorry, sorry. Good high. Good high. Good high. Or thoughts. Are we allowed to talk? Is like, or thoughts. Is, is this like including chemicals? Or are you just talking weed? Let's just talk weed. Oh. Let's just talk weed. Well, see, so I was... <clears throat> I was what the kids would now call a chronic growing up. So um, my roommates... Dude, you're still a fucking chronic. Yeah, not like what... <laughs> Listen to the story. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm a bitch compared to what I used to be when I was like. I'm not talking about fucking Snoop Dogg high here. I was like Snoop Dogg high. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. so okay, right, so sorry, so I'm just a bit. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. No, no. Conversational podcast. Let's talk about it. Um, yeah, but I don't want to talk over you. Oh, that's fine. Because I know you hate that. I'm used to it. <laughs> Although I'm pausing every time he talks. Yeah. Uh. Okay, you can cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> You have never seen Do me. Do you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> you've you've never seen me high, dude. Yeah. No, you haven't. high with you. No. You were so high. That yes. high. No. <laughs> that high. <laughs> oh, there's a few times I texted Anthony when I'm high as fuck and I record little videos and my thoughts and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, they're interesting. I so, was. Okay, I, okay, so originally ahead, what we were going to do with you. those is when he showed me that, I was like, can I just take a chunk out of each one of these and put it at the end of the podcast? And for, like, people that were listening, hopefully they'd be able to piece it together. It didn't come to fruition. I can't really do it now because I just told everybody, fuck. Because <laughs> I totally could have. Now that you were on the show, it would have made it relevant. God damn it, I can edit this. It's all good. Post-production. 
<clears throat> so the highest I've ever been. So when I was when I was I started smoking weed when I was ten. It was the first time I got high. My dad used to grow plants and shit like that, so I would always like steal his leaves because I thought that's what you smoked. Yeah. Like, no. Now it does have THC in it, but like a very little amount. But for a ten year old, you just get you high. So I started at the wee age of ten years old. By the time I was twelve, um, I was ripping bongs, hitting pissers, and <laughs> doing buckets and lungs. Um, <clears throat> I started. Okay, no, 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 okay, no. no. Okay. I've, I've bought at that you, point. You it, out oh, it, it took me about like four months. Okay. To figure yeah, yeah. Sorry to sorry to make you do a little segue, but. You know, if you would be a book right now, yes. you would be a little call out. Can you just repeat all those fucking things that you just said? Yes. I know bongs, rippers, and bo- what the fuck are the, I bongs, know the bongs, pissers, and lungs, and bottles? What the fuck are those? BTs. So, when you're a young uh, child, yeah, and all you can afford is the weed, you can't afford the necessary paraphernalia to smoke the weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you have to make it. Yeah. So okay. the only one, obviously, I didn't make was the the bong. Was the bong. Uh, but a uh, pisser. Is where you would take this bottle. Okay. You would take another jug, fill the jug up with water about two thirds of the way. You would poke holes in the bottom of it. Okay, so it's kind of like a bong. Sort of. Yeah. Um, can I see it for just a sec? Yeah. So you'd poke holes in the bottom of it, uh, basically on these. So you'd let it sit in, so the water would fill up. Okay. Then what you would do is you didn't, you couldn't do it with this cap. You'd have to do it with a normal cap, but yeah. you'd cut out the center. Okay. And put tin foil, poke holes. Yeah. You'd put pack your weed in. You'd light it. And you'd pull it up like this out so the water would pull oh, the, the, the weed through. That is fucking ingenious, Dude, man. Dude, potheads or druggies are fucking homemade scientists, let me tell you. See, I'm using like 21st century fucking weed techniques here. Well, but listen, this is like Stone Age fucking hey, like... Hey, hey, trust me. Fucking MacGyver. There's a reason I don't smoke like this anymore. <laughs> so, uh, and for those of you who can't see, McGill is showing uh, Pierre how to make... A pipe yep. out of a beer can. So oh. you take also the tab, rip it off, which I don't, which I don't suggest to anybody because it can create lockjaw. So <laughs> oh, okay, I've seen those. I've yeah. Done. Yeah. yeah, that's my, like my buddies have done those. Yeah, yeah that's that, like that's, a, you yeah. have no tools. You yeah. make yeah, the yeah, tools. Yeah. You like, got yeah. the tool. You want to get high? How bad? Right. So, um, but I went from I being a, a zippo. That's horrible. Like lighting with a zippo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that's, that's disgusting. Gross. Like, yeah, yeah. no, no. Like, so, so what used to happen, I moved out when I was 14. Yeah, I was 14 when I moved out. Um, I got my first apartment. And my best friend, Matt Racy, um, from London, he, myself, uh, my late friend, Jeremy, and a, a bunch of our other friends used to all get together. And we would, uh, we had what was called a party bowl. So we would do biggest tote contests. Uh, we would smoke essentially between the three, four of us about an ounce every day, day and a half. So it was copious amounts of weed. Like, like we would just be sitting there just fucking sh- like, do I don't remember a lot is? of this time. Mm-hmm. Do you understand how much that is? Oh, yeah, yeah. An ounce? Yeah. Yeah. So, but among three people. 20 grams? 28. 28? Yeah. yeah. A sandwich bag full. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like a like a sandwich bag, thick. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the highest I've ever been <clears throat> was I was I was either sixteen or seventeen. I don't remember which. I don't remember a lot from that time, but it's part of the reason I have a <laughs> fucking stutter now. But um, <laughs> we were sitting there and we were doing a biggest toke contest, and we had uh, a party bowl. Biggest toke so, contest. Biggest toke. Oh, toke. Okay. Excuse me. I just had a stroke. Yeah. Um, biggest toe Which contest. Which would happen after too much coke. Oh, fuck. Been there, done that. Sorry. Disturbed. That's Go all ahead. good. No worries. 
Um, so we had the party bowl, which was essentially a gram bowl. So you could put a gram of weed in this bowl, and the, the yeah, that's so much. And the goal was we had a four foot zong, so from the floor up four feet. We had to fill that and burn the entire bowl before we could shoot it. And we had gotten to the point where I couldn't as much as like my buddy Racy because he's bigger, he's got bigger lungs. But um, we would have to take the entire, the entire zong, and then sit there and be like. And it would just be like thick white cloud of smoke, slightly brown, just like, like belling out. And we would go, and it wasn't because it sounded cool. It was because we were in such immense fucking pain. Oh, fuck. The burn. Yeah. I remember getting that high um, and leaning back in my chair. And I, it was the first and only time I've ever had a euphoric trip off of weed. Oh, cool. Like, I didn't ever leave my body or anything like that. But, like, in my mind, I was not in that room at that time. And it was you, fucked like, up. An astral voyage. Yeah, an like, I, I, I separated yeah. from myself for a while there. It was, it was crazy. And I remember kind of, like, coming back and being like, whoa. And then just being fucked. Like, the rest, the rest of the day was a write-off. Like, I had trouble going pee by myself. I needed help getting up and getting down, uh, eating. That's a lot of fucking THC. <clears throat> well, and that wasn't, that wasn't like the start of the day. Like, we'd already been smoking. That was like at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We'd already been smoking since we woke up. Oh, wow. My buddy Jeremy and I, this is how tight we were. We used to sleep in the same room because our apartment was so small. It was, lit- it was like a bachelor with a center area. And then the front was like a little tiny living room. It was like a quarter the size of what this room is. Right, so we just had like a little living room, and then in the middle area we had my bar, and that's where we would sit. We had my TV with my Xbox with all the discs we used to put on it. We had the crazy, crazy mix two thousands and all this jazz, and um, we would just sit there and get fucking high. But MC my Mario. my my buddy Jeremy and I we had a bedroom, and we had painted it dark red, and like had like leopard skin. Fucking, that was hilarious. It was Although a shagging fucking pimping. It was a shagging fucking because we were young, pimpin', right? Pimpin', pimpin', pimpin'. It was a shagging bedroom. Sounds, sounds like dude, Chris would have been proud. Probably, we fucked a lot of bitches in that room. Our fucking cat at rodents. the same time, dude. Like we had we had a good relationship, Jeremy and I. But we literally would part of our night ritual was like super cute. We'd get together, we'd grind up our weed, we'd fucking clean our bongs out, and we'd pack our bowls and have it sitting beside us. So we'd wake and bake every single morning. We'd wake up and rip a bowl, and then go hop in the shit. Well, not together, but. One of us at a time go off in the shower. <laughs> the other person would start coffee and things like that. It was it was a good relationship. I miss him. He's a good dude. But uh, yeah, we used to get fucked up. That kid and I we used to get real, real, real fucked up. And uh, yeah, so that was that was the highest I've ever been. Wow, on mm. weed. Yeah, that I remember. I've never been into the whole talk, 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 high, high, high. My throats get throats. I got multiples, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I have multiple throats, plural. Yeah. Um. I simply stop smoking. I don't smoke a lot. I no. Just get, I just get high and I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy yeah. on, my, on my small zone. That's pretty much it. Other than that, high would be out with alcohol, but without alcohol, just pure weed, not. Yeah. Uh, up to the point my eyes won't open no more and my throat won't take it. Part of the biggest reason for you and why you're like that, though, is because you're still smoking weed. Like, one of the reasons why Pierre vapes is because I, I vape heavily and I told them, like, the benefits of it because you don't get the same high. You don't get that, like, blackout, like, fucking, like, eh. You're really, really high. You just don't get that quite, that mellow. Like, Pierre smoked quite a bit when he got here. He's high. But at no point is he sitting there, like, 
You know what I mean? So and that that's the difference. When you burn the weed, there's a lot of there's a lot of chemicals. Yeah. Not chemicals, that's not the right term, but yeah, so the smoke the vape weights is a, you down. It's a way cleaner yeah. it's a way cleaner inhale. Um, and actually, um, I managed to reach a new high with my weed. Okay. Uh, I changed my vaping technique. Okay. Like so, your temperature? No, 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 no. I didn't change the temperature. <clears throat> I changed the way I inhale my weed now. Okay. <clears throat> and um, long, long, slow hauls. No, actually, um, I read quite a few websites that, you know, the long, the like, like the sucking all the drag and hold it in as long as you can, then exhale. Actually, it's been proven that you waste a lot of fucking weed that way. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't smoke joints. So, um, but even vaping, even vaping, you don't. So the new technique, which is much more efficient, because it takes about one to two milliseconds for the THC to hit your membranes in your lungs, yeah. and then to pass the blood-brain barrier takes a second. Okay. So it's a lot quicker. So what you do is that you take, you know, you empty out your lungs, and you take about a two-thirds, two-thirds inhale. Okay. Okay, with the weed? Yep. You stop, disconnect from the weed, and then take a deep breath of fresh air. Yes. And that what that does it in. what that does air. is actually what it does, it expands your lungs even more. It mixes a lot more. Your your all your little alveoles and all that stuff absorbs it a lot quicker. You don't have to hold it in as long because it takes one second. Mm. So you just inhale it and then so like I don't want to do it right now. I don't want to do it right. Well, actually, so Whatever. I got my thing. So I just like that sounds sloppy. I like it. Well, I'm gonna make the sloppy sound because you can't visualize it, right? So I'm just gonna. So like, he's, he's surprisingly enough, he's got the entire shaft in his mouth. It's around a six. Yeah. Inch. Whoa! There it is. He's hitting the battery button. Yeah. <laughs> With his tongue. <laughs> so he I, never forgets the balls. <laughs> so you gotta cap the balls. <laughs> So, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, audience, I just laughed directly into the mic. That was really loud. Anywho. So, (laughs) two-thirds inhale of the weed, and then the rest is fresh air. Okay. You hold it in for, like, one second, two seconds, and then you just breathe it out. I I was super French, just so you know. Breathe it out. Breathe it out. I breathe a lot of things. So, I did that when I got here. I I took five... I took five hits of, of this. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sakes. There's a fan underneath the table and it's blowing the shit down wind. No, it's going this way. Don't worry. Yeah. I have it aimed at me. It's, okay. It's I sweat swirling. a lot, right? So It's swirling. Oh, so that's the smell of Funko is smelling. Yeah. Ass Probably. crack. Yeah, yeah. It's but It sounds familiar, right? So, anyhow, anyways, so normally I would need me <laughs> like about ten fucking hits. Yeah, yeah. Now I can achieve the same fucking high, even higher, with four or five. Do you find that your tolerance is going up now that you're smoking a lot more? Yeah. See, that's why I like switching between shatter, like concentrate, and weed. Because I find I never I never get to a point, like I can still smoke. My vape has an automatic shut off in five, uh, ten minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. I have yeah, it mine, set for mine ten. Too. Mine too. I only smoke for about five. And, like, that's not smoking the whole time. Uh, Pardon me, rather uh, unexpected. And here I am being pretty quiet because I pipe it. Yeah, I know. I gave you your pipe. Yeah. Well, you have that wood pipe, which is... Ugh. Yeah. Harsh as fuck. Yeah, that's that's Gives you flavor. Right, like, Lots it, of flavor. It's hickory. Dickory dock. Are you piping tobacco or weed? Weed. 
Oh, okay. Why would I pipe tobacco? I mean, I, you said a pipe, man. You said I'm, pipe. I'm thinking He's, pipe, you know, like in he, pip. He literally like, just told you it's from the gum. new age. Oh, yeah. Pipe. Pierre, was not, Pierre was not a chronic until about a year ago. Yeah. What? Okay. You weren't really ever a chronic until about a year ago, eh? Um, you smoked a little bit before, but not I, anything. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty much, listen, I've been about for a year. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a quick learner. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm and just saying, like, that's why you're more into the technology now. Yeah, yeah. It's and like, why he like, got confused on the pipe like, aspect. That's because, I'm, yeah. Uh, point well, I'm trying to make. I don't, like, I don't like joints. Hold on one sec. Keep going, but I'm... I, I don't like... Rolling joints. I don't like um, smoking joints. I don't like the paper. I don't like the harshness. Yeah. But the weed, you get all the flavor. Yeah. Well, that's that's and the, that's the that's the thing. You like you taste the all the like the limonene when like you take one hit and it's got like okay so you got your CBD your THC but then you got all your other compounds the terpenes the the limonenes the yeah. uh, colocenes and the myrcenes and there's a whole bunch of enes okay I'm just looking for regular weed <laughs> I just I'd, so so is it gonna get me high <laughs> okay so what you just simply said is basically you're looking for a Budweiser in a fucking microbrewery world now well but th- so as long as it says weed on it I'm good it says weed on it. Yeah, you know. Parsley, yeah, it's weed parsley. Like, yeah, you, pick a, you pick up a bag of like parsley, and it's like, oh, weed, sweet. <laughs> oh, it's catnip. It's made by Weed Company. Oh, okay. So, okay, back to pipe. Pipe. Anyways, I was gonna say what my highest high was. Yeah, go yeah, for it. it was your so turn. my highest high was, um, I told you this one, and it's when I went to the bathroom at my house, and I went for a piss, opened up the cover, started peeing, and I had the feeling that the house was moving from oh, yeah. city to city. Yeah, yeah. But I'm the house is moving from city to city. I feel like it's I'm in a different city every single time. <laughs> but I'm still in my bathroom fucking pissing. In the cupboard. No, not in the cupboard. <laughs> in the fucking toilet, dum dum. <laughs> you said cover at the beginning. I'm like, yeah, you're fucking. No, high. he opened the cover. Like the I opened lid. the cover, the lid of the uh, toilet. Okay, like, is, is it fucking Doctor Who time travel? Shit? Yeah, my fucking toilet's a TARDIS. Yes. He sits down, and all of a sudden he just goes down a wormhole. He's like, oh shit! I need to pee. <laughs> Fuck, it's, it's not, just, it's not hot tub everywhere. time machine. It's not hot tub time machine. It's fucking ba- bathroom movie. time machine. Mm-hmm. Although, that would be fucking cool, man. <laughs> no, I don't want a bathroom. Every time you flush? No. Oh, every time you flush, you end up in a different city. Could you imagine how fucked up that Wait would be? Wait a minute. I smoked that weed, and I felt like I was moving from city to city. Yeah, we just looped back to what my statement was, and that was kind of fucked up. But that's the highest I've been. When I got out of my bathroom, mm-hmm. I looked up at my kitchen, and it was like the first time I've ever walked into my house. In Chicago. I though. felt... <laughs> no, I was actually in St. Sabara, Quebec. I need you... Listen, Miguel, I appreciate your little one-offs, but I need you I to know. speak into the microphone, please. You're so fucking far away, and you're like... In Chicago. You're so it's... far away from me. It's the first time you came into the house... No, Wait, it was the like first the first time, time he walked, first time, like, I walked yeah. into my house, yeah. and I looked around, and I'm he, going... He was like, in that moment again. Holy fuck, it's a nice house. I live here. And then after that, I came back to Real Addy. I went, I went back to watch Colbert and, like, just fucking... <laughs> and slept for four tripping. days. <laughs> but... That's yeah, pretty fucking and high. the next yeah, morning I went high. I went to work like nothing, and I told you about huh? how, like, last night I went I sitting there looking pissing. You're see? looking at me and going, like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, I've had... I've only really had, other than that one, the only other high that I've had from anything that's smoked 
like that was Salvia. I also did Salvia. And, have you ever done Salvia? No, no, okay. no. I've only, right. I've only done medicinal weed. You gotta it's do medicinal, Salvia. It's medicinal. It's still medicinal. It's, we'll, we'll find yeah. you some medicinal. It's, it's, it's a fucking trip. You have to do it at least once. You'll probably yeah. never want to do it again. Like, I... Actually, I kind of want to do it again, just because it's, it's been about like twelve years since I did I'll it. I'll shrooms. I am one hundred percent in. I I don't like it. Yeah, I know. I'm one hundred percent in. But I'm a puker, so I would probably need to like pop a few grab balls before. Mm, no, no, you just <laughs> put in put the mushroom. That's in your my fucking butt. answer for everything, Miguel. He <laughs> said, "Put it in your butt." Well, you, if you're gonna puke, put it in your butt. It's problem solved. Are you no. a closet coprophiliac? You want to find out? <laughs> I'm game if you're a game. <laughs> well, I'm that, that high. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to Together Not Together podcast. Uh, we'll uh, pick this up later. Uh, follow my Instagram because I'm going to put a story up and it's going to be gross. <laughs> no, but... Um, no, no, no. I, I would not go foraging for truffles. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> <It's rectum. laughs> no. I thought you were a fudge packer. <laughs> no, no, no. Um... <laughs> truffles. It's fucked up, man. It's such a weird. Mm, I love truffles. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? No. So truffle. So there's certain dogs, or sorry, pigs. Pi- well, no, there are dogs that do it too. Yep. Uh, but pigs are where Even they more found it. Yep. Uh, so pigs actually like dig for this mushroom, essentially, that's underneath the ground, mm-hmm. yeah, under and oak trees, <clears throat> under oak trees, and they are uh, per, per per gram. It's like $160 for a gram it's, of these truffles. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. It's the most expensive fungus most expensive fungus in the world. Yeah. I've heard <clears throat> of the truffle. I, I yeah. thought you were Like you know, you know truffle butter? The song? Yeah. Yeah, that's literally why they say that because if you go to a place that serves truffle butter, that steaks like 700 bucks. Okay. Okay. Now, not you to don't be get confused. it, do you? Everybody acting like they knew you. Go up, down, New York City, bitch. A Spanish girl love me like a Mona Ruda. Not Sorry. to be confused with, like, chocolate truffles. No, no. That's okay. that's just a... Which in this situation, it was kind of like, yeah, truffles, chocolate truffles are like... Mm. Oh, that's what it's called. The cookies, the celebration cookies I was telling you about. The raspberry gotcha. things. Okay. They're actually called raspberry truffle cookies. Okay. I, I like know it. what to do now. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to join me? <laughs> what? What are we doing? But there's a big closet in the hallway. With cookies? Yeah, I want to take, find the truffles. I'll hide them for him. Oh, my God. He told you he doesn't want to go down on you. He was joking. Oh. No. Get like, out of your head, you no. perv. No. Okay. Why are you going to make this weird? Why you got to take this and make it super gay? I thought this is not PC. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. Okay. Makes for good, makes for good radio. Yeah. <laughs> I'd give a fuck. <laughs> um, Shut up, monsieur. Okay, so back on track. What's your highest high, actually? We had a track? Yeah, yeah. We were going to talk about your, your topic that you wanted to bring up. Oh, yeah, the highest high. Miguel already went, and he says he doesn't have one. <coughs> we we related. Because I... He doesn't get that high with yeah. me. Mm. I get dry mouth, dry eyes, sleep. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so let's give him a little parenthesis here. Okay, what was your highest high? Whatever. Salvia. Salvia? So, okay, describe yeah. it. Describe your high, describe how it was. You look at a wall, it's flat, it looks like a wall. It doesn't look like a wall. It looks like it's <coughs> mosaic. So it's like a step. Oh. So it's pretty. It's the most intense five minutes I've ever had. It, that's how long it lasts. It's pretty interesting. Was that like the last time you made your kid? No. The last uh, mo- most five minutes? 
five minutes? No, it's like 30 seconds. Come on. I know you're trying to give me credit here. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, dude, man, I'm trying to boost up your ego there. Come on, because, you know, like, maybe the chicks want to know, my, you know, my, like, my, my two how egos. much stamina he has, you know. He's got lots of stamina. Like, uh, that uh, I can vouch for. I not be, yeah. Rooms right together, next to each other. Together, not together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no. It's just literally rooms next to each other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So back on track to the topic of the <laughs> podcasts. Apparently, we. Yeah. Okay. So we I, had a paper, the bizarre papers. Yes. So um, this is a list that Pierre sent me the other day. It is thirty of the most bizarre research paper topics of all time. So what we're gonna do is we're just gonna. I'm gonna read each one. Just the 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 actual um, like name of the paper and i want you guys if you find one that's hilarious and you want me to continue to read about it let me know cut me off um so number 30 ovulation a lap dancer's secret weapon mm-hmm. keep going nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about number 29 estrogen. which flea can jump higher the dog flea or the cat flea i feel like that's not gonna be interesting for me i don't know shit well hey okay guys miguel actually had a really witty response earlier before we recorded this hmm. And it was like, uh, flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> which I found in a hilarious response, and he totally choked on it. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, that's okay. okay. That's okay. Okay. I, I, the, moment, the moment was gone. I can't yeah, repeat it and didn't bring the energy back. So. Number 28. On. Yes. Number 27. What was 28? I don't understand this word. On ethicist. And theft? Yes. E T H I C I S T S. Hey, Google. Unethical thefts? No. All right. E- eth- ethic. Unethical? No, not un. Just ethic. Ethicless? E- no. E T H I C I S T S. Ethic. M O U S E. Ethicist? Ethic. I can't say that word. Okay, next. Okay, I'm moving Next. on. Pass. Number 27. Wet underwear. Not comfortable. Yeah. Duh, that's, right? That's pretty <laughs> obvious. This one I actually like, so I, I want to read on it. Uh, so number 26. Do woodpeckers get headaches? Oh. Oh, that is a very good It's kind of interesting. It depends how hard In much the, the same is. way we'd presume dragons don't get sore throats, it would be a reasonable assumption that woodpeckers don't suffer from headaches. But assumptions are a poor substance for the authoritative grip of scientific fact <clears throat> scientific me. fact of fucking dragons <laughs> no well they're just saying like you 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 think of a dragon that can breathe fire obviously the bo- the dragon's body has allowed it to do so without creating injury right so oh. that comparison is does a woodpecker who hammers its fucking face yeah. <laughs> into a tree does it get a headache because well, i would <laughs> <laughs> well actually that research is actually important because they're trying to see if they can adapt how the woodpecker's brain copes with that hitting yep. with um, football helmet technology. Well, you know, honestly, you know how you make football better? Take away the equipment. Oh, yeah, well, for fuck, yeah, for sure. You take away the equipment, they won't hit each other as hard because they don't have anything to protect them. Uh-huh. That's, why, that's why football's so rough. You look at rugby, it's way rougher, but you don't have the same type of injuries because you're not connecting head-to-head. It's the same thing. That's one of the things that Joe Rogan always says about U- UFC. You know, what about it? Take away the gloves. Make it bare knuckle. Oh. Because it's going to hurt the person throwing the punch a lot more 
So it's not going to be as vicious in the sense, like, it's going to be more technical. It's going to go back to more of the mixed martial arts as opposed to just striking. Yeah. Because it's not going to be about necessarily killing the person anymore because by doing that, you're going to destroy your hands. Yeah. Or, you know, your feet, Everybody has AIDS. And then everybody has AIDS, yes. Or staph infections. But, so, continuing on with the woodpecker. Published in 2002 in the British Journal of Op... Ophthalmology. <laughs> yeah, of course. Cure for a headache. Yep. Uh, came uh, courtesy of Ivan Schwab, uh, an ophthalmologist. Op- yep, at the University of California, Davis. I'm not sure why it's comma Davis. Anyways, Schwab's paper details the the raft of physiology uh, phy- physiolog- physiological Phys- traits. Thank you. Physiological traits that the woodpecker have developed to avoid brain damage and bleeding or detached eyes when hammering their beaks into the trees up to 20 times a second, 1,200 times a day. In addition to a very broad but surprisingly uh, squ- squishy skull, the sturdy jaw muscle... Muscle. <laughs> the sturdy... <laughs> the sturdy <laughs> Sorry. What are you I, thinking? What I know. I, I intentionally always read muscles as muscle. <laughs> because I'm because I'm from the fucking phonics generation, so that's how they taught us to read. Sound it out. So I always certain things. Anyways, inside joke with myself. Apparently, the woodpecker <laughs> has a relatively small brain, which probably explains a lot. So essentially, what happens is, is the 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 reason why it can do that is because the beak is the hardest part of a woodpecker's like skull. Yeah. The brain is inside of a skull, which is soft and mushy. So their eye sockets move. The skull has the ability to collapse and flex. Yeah. So you don't get that wrapping off of the side. Like, for us, the reason we get a concussion is essentially because the brain hits the side wall of the skull at an impact and because the skull is so thick that it causes hemorrhaging. And that's that's what a concussion is. So that's obviously what they're trying to bring to a point of, uh, of what the woodpecker does. Okay. That's pretty awesome. interesting. All right. Number 25, no, booty calls. The best of both worlds. Why is that? Okay, well, I well, don't know what Pierre, best, best I'll let you read. So, compromise, according to U.S. poet and author Phyllis McGinley, at least, is what makes nations great merit and marriage. I can't even fucking read this. It's all good, don't worry about it. In background, the booty call is published in 2009. I think it was appearing in the Journal of Sex Research. Booty call for compromise between individual mating strategies. So, what are, what, are, what, are, what are we uh, debating? Not, be, not debating. Not debating you, or you, talking. You asked, so... Yeah, I want to know what it's about. The study analyzed the booty-calling behavior of 61 students from the University of Texas not, They couldn't Austin. have gone to 69. Yeah, I know. They were so close. <laughs> <laughs> What's more, I confirm its central thesis that the booty call may represent a compromise between the short-term sexual nature of a man's ideal relationship... Yeah, you don't I'm want not, her to I'm cling not. too long... Okay. Uh, sexual nature of man's ideal relationship and the long-term commitment ideally favored by women. So, oh, so there is a disconnect between the two. So it is the kind of bridge. The booty call is kind of like the bridge between the two worlds. What worlds? What worlds? Well, guys horny, girls horny. Hey, hey, yo, you up? Yeah. So that's what they, anyways. Yeah. Why is it, I, I don't understand why this is bizarre, though. Why it's bizarre? Yeah, it's it, not that it's bizarre. It's not it's bizarre. It's, it's just it's it's like it's, okay, it's a research paper, right? So they're doing a research study. These are yeah, like university like are, students, yeah, studying booty calls. Yeah. So essentially, what they're trying to do is figure out if there's actually like mom, dad, you spend twenty 
fucking thousand dollars on your kid who wants to study booty you think, calls. You think of a research paper, or you think of oh, like man. what like a, a university is going to put their the kids to Try work to, find to a study cure, cure for, for cancer, cancer or, or something like that. that. Yeah. Hey, we're talking at the same time. I know it's weird. Stereo. Get out of my head. That's what uh, you said. I was, I was Num- thinking more on. <laughs> I was thinking more on the subject itself was bizarre, not the the well. No, it's it's just a bizarre thing to do a to do thesis paper. on yeah. or whatever, right? So, um, number 24, mosquitoes like cheese. I find this one interesting because I didn't ever know that. Um, the mosquito is a formidable and destructive pest. Uh, and while it's known uh, while it's known that exhalation... Yep. What does that mean? Ex- Ex- exhale. exhale. Oh, okay. Exhalation. I've of never carbon heard dioxide. Yeah, yes. yeah, no, I've just never heard it said like that. Of carbon mono- uh, dioxide by its victims acts as highly compelling uh, invitation to dinner. So essentially what that means, we exhale CO2. Mm-hmm. That's what they're attracted to, just like bed bugs. Same thing. Yeah. Um, that's, that's why they come to you because you exhale CO2 and it kind of clouds around your body as you walk through it. It's a, it's a draw to them. Mm. <clears throat> um. It's a highly compelling invitation to dinner. Other smelly signals have been less well documented. Published in the Lancet, or Lancet, uh, Bart Knoll's 1996 research on human odor, malaria mosquitoes, and Limburger cheese. <laughs> That's the name of this guy's study. So, <laughs> that changed how, that. How did he come up with that? Like, he was, like, thinking, okay, I would like to study malaria and mosquitoes. <laughs> and, oh. Somebody lost a bet. Oh. Um. <laughs> hi. How about... Oh, my lunch is being attacked by mosquitoes right now. Hmm. And it's limp. What, what is this, that odorific cheese? Oh, it smells like feet and fucking baby vomit. It must be... Limburger. <laughs> it makes sense. So let me study. Let me spend thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars, dollars to study man hours. the relationship between cheese and fucking human mosquito. Anyways, <laughs> now we've learned that nothing. Uh, no, that's th- pretty interesting. They though. actually are attracted to. Uh, no, actually, the research ended up being uh, they are attracted to Limburger cheese, so they decide to make mosquito traps bait with Limburger cheese. Okay. Great, so now your house smells like fucking feet. Whatever. But there's no mosquitoes. I'm down. Win-win. I hate mosquitoes. And I actually like the smell of feet, so... <laughs> You're a weird fuck, man. Get to eat the cheese in the end. <laughs> I don't actually like the feet, but I'm just making for, uh, you know, edgy podcasting. Uh, number 23, weighing up lead and feathers. <laughs> nah. Pounds a pound, Pounds right? a pound. So. Mm, 22 cat food yummy then we got a whole bunch of asian guys with like kitty cat ears, ears. yeah, yeah. It's probably like bow ties us, um, you guys probably like us in ties no you have to wear these if you're gonna eat that so actually this guy is from professor gary pickering of the department of biological science at brock university in ontario detailed a better option in 2009 the human palate optimizing the sensory characteristic and acceptance of canned cat food use of a human taste panel so these guys, these students, were actually recruited to eat fucking cat food. I'm not impressed by that. What impresses is they accepted a job. Well, I mean... I want my money right now! <laughs> Alright, meow. <laughs> no, I, I like what you did there. Did you see meow? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. no. I, I thought you said meow. Um, 
Maybe we they keep thought, on, go- they we keep on they going here. Their own balls. So yeah, keep going. We'll read through the all. Twenty-one. Them. The unhidden dangers of sword swallowing. Dumb. Well, unhidden dangers. <laughs> it's pretty li- obvious what the dangers are. <laughs> <laughs> I like this though. While cat food taster is an unlike is unlikely to appear on anybody's dream job list, at least that profession is <laughs> unencumbered. <laughs> unencumbered by the daily risk of serious injury. Whoever wrote this can go fucking die in hell. Um, <laughs> beer bottle versus number twenty. Beer bottle versus the human skull. I'm, I don't necessarily think this is weird because it's an interesting thing to see. So there's two there's two reasons why this was done. Uh, the main one is the difference between a full beer bottle and oh. an empty beer bottle. Oh, okay. Hey, wait a minute. Um, fucking Mythbusters did that exactly. Exactly. So full beer bottle, you won't break. It will not break. You can hit them as hard as you fucking want. It will not break. On a we, person or on a... On a person. We can't generate enough force. The skull is still flexible enough that it just kind of goes... Tink. Okay. But it will not break. Yeah, because kind of like the fluid inside of it is keeping it displaces, the walls... displaces, yeah. It keeping it, it, the walls from collapsing it, 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 abso- from the it itself absorbs the impact that the... the so basically the person's made. fucked up. Oh, oh, yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you're getting hit... You want to hurt somebody, you don't hit them with an empty beer bottle. You fucking hit them with a full beer bottle and you'll kill them. Okay. It's it's enough to murder somebody. So okay, that's fine. Uh, so number kids, nineteen. Kids try to avoid getting hit by a beer bottle. Yeah, don't. It, it, Drink yeah. the beer first, or, or at least hit them first. Whatever. <laughs> nineteen. Oh, this is good. Anthony. The propulsion parameters of penguins poop. <laughs> somebody actually studied the velocity of penguin shit coming out of their butts. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Why would you want to know that? It's like it's pretty interesting, you know. What, well, because what they so penguins eat stones, right? As most birds do, because they don't have a digestive system. So maybe they're maybe. I mean, maybe that's the purpose for it. I'm not sure. I'm not they sure. measured the pressure produced when a penguin's poo. Calculations on avian defection. Okay, next one. <laughs> so if the train leaves Toronto, at <laughs> 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 math. How quick does the penguin? Number 18, Lady Gaga and Pop Art. Well, she's a man, so what the fuck ever. Hey, wait a minute. Let's go back to penguin poop. Okay. okay. Did they use a radar gun to measure this velocity of coming out of that shit? Probably. How, how'd they measure that? Or Well, I Mr. mean, or, or or they just used a high-speed camera. High-speed camera. Oh, with the little bars and stuff like that, like on Mythbusters. Yeah. That's Science. Science rules. Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga and fucker. Pop Art, she's a man. Who cares? Uh, number 17, even chickens prefer beautiful people. <laughs> so you all you ugly fuckers out there. Go okay, fuck yourself. This we got to read about. Here. A 2002 research paper by Stefano Gierlada, Lizot Janssen, and Magnus Enquist of Stockholm University decided uh, to make an inroad. Das Nine Booby. Das Nine Booby. Um, actually, that is more That's Swedish. too much absence. <laughs> so, um, so, pretty much what they did is they, 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 chickens prefer beautiful humans. And so they took six chickens. And they trained them to react to pictures of ordinary males and females. Then they were tested on a series of images ranging from the average face to the face exaggerated of a male and a female. So they realized that the chickens prefer the faces of normal people than ugly people. I like how you, I like how you make... <laughs> You're the raw problem with the world, Pierre. They prefer the faces of normal people other than ugly people. <laughs> So you're either ugly or you're normal. <laughs> As you can see, my normalism, my chromosomes. Number 16. Erase bad memories, keep good ones. I 
uh, don't deep. care. That's pretty deep. It hits too close to home for me. The rectal so. route to curing hiccups. Uh, this had to be a bar bet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, take this. Hey, Jim, are you tired of having hiccups? I got a surefire way. Bend over, and I'm going to use this water bottle. I'm going to squirt water up your rectum, and that should cure your hiccups. How's that work, Bob? I don't know, Bob. I'll bet you five bucks it doesn't. <laughs> You're Come on. <laughs> when beset by a flurry of hiccups, a few minutes of putting up with the involuntary jolting is usually sufficient to get them to subside. However, other times they can become a far more unmanageable <laughs> problem beyond the healing scope of even the oldest of wives' tales. In such situation, there's a surprisingly but highly effective cure published in 1990 in Termination of an Intractable Hiccup with digital rectal massage. <laughs> so, digital rectal massage. Everybody knows this. It's a finger up your pooter, man. But it's digital. They're Talk to me. Digital. About digital. That's digit. a digit. A digit. That's a digit. Wow, this day and age. I'm waving my fo- finger. Could have fooled me. <laughs> so, a dig- somebody says you want a digital watch. What are you trying to put? So, finger? next time I have the hiccups, guys. Uh, what hey, if it's say? really if it's bad enough, who are you willing to put their finger up my ass? So actually, if there's an even quicker cure. So if you ever have the hiccups, what you do is you you need a partner and a glass of water. So what you do is you plug your ears, plug your nose, and get the partner to start pouring the water, and you drink it without taking a breath. And what it does is it suppresses any oxygen bubbles, which are generally what a lot of times will cause a hiccup. Okay. And it will suppress it down in the stomach and get rid of your hiccups. I just hold my breath as long as I can, as often as I can, well, consecutively. Yeah, but that actually doesn't act, doesn't actually cure hiccups. My dad uh, taught me as a kid that he learned this from this old Indian dude up in Maniwaki. And you take a spoonful of sugar. Spoonful of sugar helps yeah. the medicine go down. The medicine go down. The medicine... Mary Poppins, anybody? There's, there's never an opportunity missed... When you can cue him up for a song. No, I will fucking sing every day. I love I can't, it. I, I can't love help it. it. I love it. It's not my fault. I have a fucking eidetic memory. I hear a song once and I know it. It sucks. You know how many times I was at like the fucking front desk at, at BMR with all these like manly contractors and fucking, oops, I did. And I'd be like, fuck, I'm singing Britney Spears in front of all these contractors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that too. Just to finish that finger up the ass kind of thing. <laughs> so I, I, I read, I kept on reading. And the doctor, Fessmeyer, um, so the guy who won the Ig Nobel Prize, which is a competition of the stupidest research, they give you like an Ig Nobel Prize. Okay, so Ignoble. it's, it's kind of like... Uh, it's kind of like the Razzies. That or essentially uh, like the, uh, what's it called, where uh, Darwin... Yeah, well, no, Darwin, you die, but yeah, yeah, this but is it's, more like a Razzie. It's a, like the Darwinism... Yeah. So, anyways, Fesmeyer passed away in 2014, and one fitting epitaph from the entertainment-oriented research magazine mused, Dr. Fesmeyer found joy and fame by putting his finger on, nay, in, the pulse of his times. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, uh, next topic. All righty, so, <clears throat> what were we at there? Uh, can pigeons tell the Picasso from a Monet? That's, I personally don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't care. Sure. That's both. dumb. Uh, the so, nature of the navel lint. <gasps> That's gross. Actually, I, I in my high school biology class, they made us do that. And it's absolutely a fucking world of wonder. Okay, go on. 
So if you look, you've got hair, you've got fibers from various clothing. Sure. You will have different types of uh, funguses. They will find pollen sometimes trapped in your navel. Navel is belly button for those of you that are in the navy, so, McGill or French. But the thing is that this study <laughs> is actually this guy studied how we end up having belly button lint. What is the mechanism why we get belly button lint? And it's all he studied the me mechanics of the fibers rubbing up against the hairs around the navel. And what it does is kind of like every time you move, kind of like hair kind of moves, but it kind of like rolls yeah, everything pulls inwards. Yeah, yeah. Because well, they're not so, there's a crevice, right? Yeah. So this guy, this what he, that's his study. He studied how come we got belly button lint. So it's actually a, it's a kind of like a paper in engineering and uh, and design. That's cool. I wonder. I wonder if it's predominantly men over top of women. Well, it, actually, men have more belly button lint. I would assume so. Yeah, because we tend to have more hair. Yeah, Leslie McGill. Used, to, used to drive Leslie nuts when every time I would take my t-shirt off, she goes like, "Ew!" See, I've never had a problem in my entire, and I have a pretty deep belly button. Uh, I've never had an issue. <laughs> McGill's like, "Yeah, oh, you do." Yeah. Um, <laughs> call me. Call me. <laughs> um, I'm right here, bro. What's up? <laughs> St come at me, bro. Um, I've never had lint in my belly button ever in my life. Wow. I know. So, I don't know if I'm proud or concerned. Or you wear I... cheap clothing made of polyester that doesn't create lint? Possible. I haven't shopped myself in 21 years. Mm. Yeah. It's either my sister or Chantel who buy you. my clothes. Yeah. Effects of... Number 12, the effects of cocaine on bees. Oh, sweet. I'm in. I, I'm curious of why this matters. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably really good hunting, I guess. So, okay, so the effect of, uh, <laughs> so this study was done about the effect of cocaine on the human body, um, or the effects of, of cocaine on the human body movement uh, can, be observe, can be observed in nightclubs the, uh, the world over and just about any given weekend. Uh, as it turns out, the tedious, what the Te fuck? Tedious. Tediously familiar uh, overstimulation. Uh, over Stimation? What I, I the think, fuck I, I, are these words? I am too stupid to be reading this, apparently. No, they, they, I'm legit never even... Oh, by the way, this is a British website. No. <laughs> oh, no fucking shit. Okay, that makes way more sense. I know, I'm like, I know somebody that what the read fuck are... Yeah, Sookie. Okay. What the fuck are these words, So man? the effects of cocaine on the human body movement can be observed in nightclubs. I sound Jesus. like fucking Stewie now. <laughs> uh, that's actually <laughs> pretty... That's true, you actually did. That was pretty good. <laughs> The effects of cocaine Brian. on the human body movement can be observed in nightclubs the world over on just about any given weekend. Brian. Brian. <laughs> and as it turns out, the tediously familiar overestimation of dancing prowess is not just limited to humans. In a 2009 paper entitled Effects of Cocaine on Honeybees, Dance Behavior, a team of Dance researchers... <laughs> I would kill you, Lois. Honeybees. Dance behaviors. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really kind of cool when the little bee kind of like was holding, waiting, and he held it up, his little paws up, and the other little, little bee just ran over, and, and she just it. jumped, and he just held her up in the sky, and I'm he just held her up. having the time of my life, yes. and I owe <clears throat> it all to you. <laughs> Sturdy dancing, bro. I know. Well, how did we go from cocaine and bees? And then the bees I don't know. I just rolled with it. Because Bro. the bees were dancing. so we They were just dancing because they got all fucked up on cocaine. They were fucked up on dance. cocaine. So just like, like you know, like like fucking what's-his-face on fucking Dirty Dancing. Yeah. 
Who's Patrick Swayze. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Dead. So, and that is the answer. <laughs> pancreatic cancer, man. My uncle died from that. Uh, entomology and neuroscience Did he professor. Did from pancreatic cancer? Someone killed him? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, actually, he lasted a really, really long time. Uh, surprisingly long. I know long. he was sick for a while. We don't, so, him, him, and, uh, him and Steve Jobs, man, they both have pancreatic cancer. Steve Jobs wasn't that long, though. No, pancreatic cancer is a motherfucker. Yeah. It's like, my uncle died from it, my cousin died from it. Yeah. That fucker can die, can kill you in four months. From the time you start feeling the symptoms, mm. it's already way, you're, yeah, if you're, you start you're feeling the pain, you're way gone. Anyway, so they, they analyze how much the, um, if they were affected by low doses of cocaine. So, yeah. And apparently they were. Yeah. Okay. So they, they, they dance, they dance in circles about 25% quicker. <laughs> Duh, they're on fucking cocaine, all a, all man. All of a sudden, their it's, BPM it's the is up. It's the opposite of humans. Cause they what, keep what's talking. the proper BPM, Miguel? Like to 128. 128. That's right. So the optimal BPM beats per minutes when you're when you're performing, DJing, things like that is is 128. And Miguel showed me this. Uh, I think it was YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. It was this YouTube video of explaining why, and it actually goes into the depths of how the system responds to it. It's the most friendly thing to your ears when you're on drugs any stimulant fuck so it actually having the 128 bpm 90 percent of djs not uh, obviously dubstep and shit like that because they can't really get it going that fast and make it sound good infidels but yeah, so this is like really cool. It was this really cool documentary about that, and I remember Miguel's a, a, a Fuck, DJ. I love EDM, man. Yeah. I love EDM. I love ecstasy too. Yeah, me too. No, that's why not, I can't do that's that's legit. E, I love why electro dance music. EDM. Oh, not fucking E. <laughs> Fruit bad fellatio number eleven. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. Not like you know, really, you're looking bats fucking oral sex each other. Like, really, uh, this like, is interesting. The possibility number 10 the possibility of unicorns. They're not real, they're not fucking real. What they're rhinos, possibility of unicorns, rhinos. Yeah, somebody studied actually. I'm the- sure it was real. There's a there's dude, rhinos. the only difference between a, a fucking horse and a unicorn is a horn. Rhinos. Oh, I guess in wings, but does don't, country don't music make? Don't forget the Does narwhal. this one's good? Does country music number nine? Does country music make you suicidal? Fucking yes, it does. Yes, it does. I'd rather jump out of the car than listen to it. So I guess, yeah. I, I love that one where somebody went and uh, took all the popular tracks from one certain year for country music, and they all put them all together, and <laughs> they just made the big fucking mashup of those those songs. And it was all the same fucking song. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia, Florida line, whatever those motherfuckers. I don't know. That's it's all about pickup trucks, <laughs> mud, beer, and and I'm how gonna... and why your wife left you. Yeah. Yeah. Now you miss her, and how life is never going to get better. But it's a no, good thing you, you have your Ford truck. Or Ford Chevy. <laughs> I got my dog in my Chevy. Nah, that's old shit. You know, the, the new one, like the guy who parked his. I drove his... my kid to the side of his pretty little picked up four wheels. Did, did you hear the guy's version? Like no, Redneck I, Crazy? No, I legit which don't. Is, I heard that song and I think that was the last Redneck, song I ever listened Redneck to. Redneck Crazy is like, is like the guy, same thing, but the this guy parks his pickup truck so. with his big fucking lights right into her bedroom window so she can see her new boyfriend, his new boy. Anyways. I would fucking, yeah, yep, 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 yep. 
Number eight, do cabbies, cabbies, cab drivers, have bigger brains? No, unless they're a doctor from where they're from. The That's act- racist as fuck. <laughs> well, how about this? The cabbies, if this is a British... Pa- yeah. The Brit, the Brit, the Brit, the British paper, the black taxis that they're known for. Uh, they need to know seventy-five percent, if not more, of all the streets in England. It takes four years to become a cab driver in, in uh, London. You need well, to, yeah, but that's that's intense. Yeah. And then once you're bored, you start making. They have to know They have to know all the fucking routes. Okay. Next one's stupid. We'll just skip it. Number seven. Shrews to chew or not to chew. Uh, it depends how you tamed it. Number six. This is cool. Gay dead duck sex. <laughs> That, I read that one, and I fucking laughed my ass off. So, do you want me to go? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so in 1935, Austrian physicist Erwin Schrodinger, uh, if anybody's known about quantum physics and all that stuff, Schrodinger's cat is the possibility of the cat existing and not existing in a box, and if you put a vial of poison in it, and it knocks it over, if the cat dies, was there really a cat there? Anyways, so that's the guy. Basically, it's essentially it's creating the the concept of if you don't see it, is it real? Yeah. If the tree falls the in the trees forest, falls in the forest, nobody's yeah. around to hear it. Does it actually make sound? And it's, also, it's, it's tackling the concept of whether or not this is an individual reality or okay, you know multiple people living in the same. Okay. So so anyway, so this guy comes up with this theory about the Ted Cat. Anyway, sixty six years later. Um. Uh, a new piece of research saw the cat replaced by two ducks. In a far less paradolic, paradoxical thought, no less opposing states of life and death, but now with the crucial addition of gay sex. Published in 2001, the first case of homosexual <laughs> necrophilia in the mallard Anis platypochinthos describes Key's moniker bizarre experience. So the Dutch ornithologist witnessed a male duck administering a 75-minute raping of the corpse of another male duck, freshly deceased after flying into window. <laughs> More recently, Molliker had preserved, presided over an annual commemorative event and the public conversation how to make sure birds stop flying into windows. The event name is called Dead, Dead Duck, duck Day. Day. <laughs> but well, so, okay, so... So, it's it's. <laughs> I guess he can't fight back. Ducks, ducks are rapists. So fucking ducks desecrated on your fucking yeah. dead, and you get fucking anally raped by a duck. Okay, so this is what ducks do, though. So they, so a duck's penis is corked. Yeah, and that's because ducks don't have consensual sex. Every single time a duck consummates, it's rape. It's not wanted by the female. The female doesn't want... It's not that they don't want to produce babies. It's just they don't have, like, a mating call or things like that. The only one is the male has, like, a time of the year that they're fucking like, let's fucking do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... Oh, we should wait. So no. they literally have a fucking corkscrew penis. Yeah. <laughs> we should... <laughs> oh, we should <laughs> No. <laughs> You're mine, bitch. <laughs> no ducking way. He's back, motherfuckers. He's back. That was pretty good. Yeah. Love and sex with robots, number five. Don't care. That scares me. A better approach to the penal zipper adaptment. <laughs> number four. So, guys out there, we've all had it happen. We've all caught our dicks in a zipper. Uh, what do we do? What do we do? Do, do the opposite. 
Yes. And and this is they refer to the there's something about Mary scene where Ben Stiller gets his yeah, something is, about Mary. It's, yeah. I, it's iconic. Uh, it's how, iconic. How did how did it how did you how did your sausage get above your how did your beans get above your Frank? Yeah, it's it's a horrible experience. <laughs> I had it done by somebody else called my grandmother and I've never had anybody's at my pets again. How about that? Cat Smart. Well, I mean, she doesn't feel it. I felt it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, nobody touch my Don't zipper fucking touch again. my zipper unless it's coming down, bitch. I don't. I barely remember. Putting that I in your mouth, you know what I'm saying? Because I was like five. Well, obviously you remember it enough. It scarred you in such a way that oh, it scarred left. something. So if you ever want to get well, it, if it you ever did, like, at least it didn't give you a vasectomy. If you ever want to get McGill freaking out, apparently reach for a zipper. Yeah. Open. That's okay. Closed. Not okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for all the ladies out there. <laughs> for all you ladies out there. At least pull the <laughs> mic closer to his right. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you do you want to read how it how, how they recommend to unstuck a zipper? Uh, uh, there's like it. actually a recommendation. Yeah, that's what. There it's, is a recommendation. I thought so it was just like suck it up. And you, pull it no, down. no, 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 no. You will need a pair of wire cutters. And actually, this is a man from India. Apparently, they have this um, big problem over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, problem. zippers. Zippers. You That's know, like, the problem. Fuck. First world problems. Um, sorry. Was I offensive? Is that why they wear dresses? They don't wear dresses <laughs> in India. The women do, but not the men. It's Pakistan, bro. They're neighbors. <laughs> Khalid, if you're listening to this, we're sorry. Yeah. I'm I don't think Khalid. I don't think Khalid. This is no. Um. So. Anyway, so. <laughs> why am I yelling? <laughs> Oh, that's such a that's such a fucking funny video, man. Well done, Doctor Satish. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Satish Chandra Mishra from Sharak uh, Parika Hospital in New Delhi, India, looked at reported methods of intervention for this most unpleasant problems. Found that many common approaches either too long or can actually make the circumstances worse. The research papers um, says it's called safe. And painless manipulation of penile zipper entrapment. Details. In that sounds like a handful. Yep. Uh, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, like what I did there. Um, I love that. Details. Instead of a quick, simple, and non-traumatic method, using the wire cutters and a pair of pliers, though painless, does not seem a highly ambitious adjective in the particular context. I'm scared of it. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, uh, fuck it. You know, like you know, like yeah, nope. Well, this is the point. I does the the fucking skin is stuck in between those teeth, those evil, evil teeth. <laughs> Dick and teeth, no. Um, oh, sometimes. Painless? Sometimes. Painless? Dick and teeth sometimes is okay. Yeah. No. Not by his no. No, Anthony. No. Dick and teeth never. Trust me. It's it's okay. It's no. Okay. It's okay. No, no. I'm not saying like with the intention to bite the head of no, your penis no. off, but somebody else was scarred when they were five. Dick and teeth. No, I, I, you gotta try it. No. Yeah, you want, you want to try. You know how like you know how like you she, pinch, you know like you pinch or like slightly bite a nipple. Yeah. Okay, and, so and in that sense, here's the thing, that, man. My first blowjob ever. I'm a teenager. My first blowjob ever. The girl Wait, had. Well, hold on, hold, hold on. You were a teenager. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> 
Back when the Dead Sea was getting sick. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Might be 46, but I behave like a fucking 12-year-old most of the time. You're fine. Oh, somebody's pissed off. Somp, somp, somp. I've never heard somp, somp, somp before. Oh, that's, that's every day. Oh, really? Yeah. It's clog dancing time. Square dancing time up there, upstairs. I can show them square dancing time, trust me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, yeah, my yeah, first, so, my, so yeah. my first BJ, man, the girl had, she, like, just fucking scraped the shit out of my dick. All right. Like, yeah. I but, swear, man, <clears throat> I had a fucking, like, at least a 10-inch long scar. But again, dude, that's, oh, scar, that's. So you went up to the asshole? <laughs> she went. You got a big dick, bro. <laughs> I'm a. Sh- you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> together, not together podcast. I'm a grower, <laughs> not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre is packing some fucking heat. <laughs> 10 inches of. <laughs> Putin slong. Was it good for you? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my insides hurt. <laughs> well, it's okay. So I'm not. not don't be wrong. I'm not, not sitting there saying. Comment anymore. I'm not sitting there saying like she should be like this. Like no. Oh, she fucking went like. Yeah. See. Well, she's great. She actually didn't like you. Yeah. No, she did. No, she, she did love me. Really? No, she did. If I slap you out of love, but she I did. love you. She did. She still get went out for me for another three months. Well, that's that's on red, and off. Red flag. On yeah, and off. Red flag. <laughs> Does it feel good to you? You want to have sex now? Oh fuck no! <laughs> she wanted me to make her a baby for fuck's sake. I said no way. So she bit your dick. So she bit your dick. Yeah, that's your no. fault. Bro. She made. She was fucking. <laughs> no, she was nuts. She want to talk about? No, she was she teeth. Is, she is fucking nuts, man. She's knucking fucks. Uh, I swear, she's knucking fucks. You want to shout her out on the phone? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to share her name. <laughs> I will not share her name. That's okay. I'm not. I'm not dead. That's funny though. <laughs> Ten inch long skirt. That's a good fucking plug. I love it. That's such a subtle way to be like, I have a huge dick. <laughs> yeah, man. I was getting this blowjob from this chick, and like, she bit my dick. She left a ten inch long scar, and you just like stare at them for a second. And you're like, oh, oh, like, yeah, yeah, oh my. And that was only two thirds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thirteen and a half inches. I don't know what to do with half of it. <laughs> uh, number three. Bite so, it off. Flatulence is a self-defense. I don't care. That's stupid. I do that all the time. I know. And you have WMDs, man. Hold the fucking phone. Number two. Harry Potter equals Jesus Christ. Huh? So, like, <clears> there's <throat> a hypothesis on the fact that maybe J.K. Rollins was using Jesus as a based for Harry Potter? I don't even want to. Uh, rectal foreign bodies. You know what? I I don't even want to go there. I don't. <laughs> nope. But, but, um, what, but, what? well, yeah. this guy, but, 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 what? No, Anthony, we have to talk about this. Okay. Really? Because you have had a running theme through all your podcasts about, about butt, butt stuff? play. About butt stuff. Okay. So we have to talk about butt stuff to fulfill that contractual engagement that you guys have not written. Well, who's yet. to say that... Uh, it's unwritten. Who's to say that there's <laughs> not more butt stuff coming? Oh, uh, you packed some more? But yes, we can talk about this anyways. That's fine. See? I actually, packed, I actually don't... some more. I actually don't have any butt stuff coming. You don't? I'm just no. trying to break that mold. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, the mold... People are going to start talking. <laughs> the together, not together, butt stuff. Butt stuff. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> so this guy, this guy apparently he he 
he started to collect, allegedly he, he collected the biggest collection of foreign bodies <laughs> that people have inserted up to their rectums wait so this guy collects the shit or collects the, the stuff. He he has 182 foreign bodies. bodies. Um, By that, bodies, you're talking about like, odd objects. Body right? of zbo- bodies of objects. Yeah. So, okay. um, it's gonna be creepy as fuck. Yeah. What so, the fuck? And actually, he made it like a coffee table book. Particular almost. note are the dull knife. Patient complained of a knife-like pain. No shit. And the toolbox inside the inside a convict contained a saw. And other items usable in the escaped attempts. The doctor's paper was recognized for its literally or uh, literary value uh, with an IG Nobel Prize. A, a, Nobel, a Nobel Prize. A fucking saw. Like be gentle. Use a lot of lube. Be gentle. You know, like what? I want to know how much that guy was getting paid because there's no way you're putting that up he your fucking body. Paid. He was getting out of jail. He was getting some sort of like give back. I wouldn't fuck it. I'd be like, no, I'll rot. <laughs> I'll stay it's here. Not a good day like, since when? Since when you? Did, okay, first of all, let let me just let's get this straight. Okay, who's the first person in the world that decided to store stuff up his ass? Jesus, <laughs> obviously, blasphemy. Well, he came back for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> You guys <laughs> fucked me up the ass. I'm coming back and I'm going to... Goddamn Jews. <laughs> I'm going to split this river to get to you. Wow. <laughs> there was four nails, guys. Okay? <laughs> That's where BDSM started. What? Oh, I saw a show yesterday and they were talking about hashtags. And Jesus. it was hashtag Jesus. <laughs> so if Jesus was tweeting something, what would we tweet with a hashtag? Maybe it was Mexican. It was a Jesus. It's not the same. Jesus. Jesus. I always thought, you know, Jesus would have hashtag, you know, like a picture of him, like, and uh, the caption at the bottom is like, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> or a Roman. A Roman, like, centurion. Well, you know, like a thumbs up going like, I got an idea. Pointing at Jesus going, like, nailed it. Let's take a look at Jesus Christ's Twitter. <laughs> Jesus Christ, May 18th. I'm actually very excited for the royal wedding. <laughs> May 16th. I heard Yanny, then Laurel, then Yanny for a second, then back to you, <laughs> Laurel. <laughs> Do you remember that Yanny Laurel thing? I never listened to it. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. I've yeah. never listened to it. <laughs> then he did a poll and it says, Who am I? And the two options are Young Jesus and Little Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, May 16. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. April 27th. I came into the co- uh, the competition with glitter and Jesus. <laughs> then Jesus, April 22nd. Happy Earth Day. <laughs> There's actually a Twitter. April 1st. Oh. I have truly risen. <laughs> it was Easter. <laughs> and April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easter fell on April Fool's Day this year. I know. I know. <laughs> gotcha, sucker. Gotcha. <laughs> Thought it was dead. Oh, fuck. That's funny. That's body. <laughs> if you scroll down to November... March 8th. March 8th. Happy International Women's Day. Uh, if you scroll down to November thir- November 17th, uh, 30th of November, Extreme Britney Spears voice, It's Jesus, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what's something funny? I was watching one of those like wins of the month. And it was Britney performing a song that has, it's Britney, bitch. Um, and she's like, 
She's so doing her song, and then just before it goes, it's Britney, bitch. Some guy in the audience is like, who is it? And everybody on stage, Britney, all of her dancers start fucking laughing. And then she's like, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, January 7th, Oprah. <laughs> December, December, December 24th, who's ready for me? <laughs> December 12th. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> hey, he's a pretty righteous dude, man. <laughs> Don't forget to invest in heavenly currency, too. But, you know, Bitcoin's all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into this topic and we'll, we'll finish up with uh, asking for a friend. So, as you all know, asking for a friend is a segment where you, the listener, writes in to us asking us questions that you're afraid to ask your significant other we read it anonymously 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 on the air um so we we appreciate your questions uh this week again we have two questions i'm not sure why bisbee just whatever uh my phone just started listening to me and i don't like it uh the first question starts uh it's a it's a lady deep state huh it's the deep state man they're Uh, listening to you that's fine it's their fault, their problem. They got to deal with it here. Um, so, the first question is: I'm heavier than I'm, hu- I'm heavier than my husband, but he likes me on top. How do I make this more enjoyable? Oh, I can actually testify to that. Okay, because uh, my okay. wife used to be 300 pounds. Okay. Okay, so um, it it does present a challenge. Okay. Um, so, in all seriousness, it. If she's comfortable enough with herself, mm-hmm. like, don't worry about it, babe. You know, like, just go for it and just write it, okay? So, <laughs> just, 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 write. just write it. <laughs> okay? One thing is that you don't want to smother level. your husband or yeah, your yeah. boyfriend. Well, I think that's the point. I think that's what the, the point it, of the question putting is. Putting the shoulders, you know, putting the hand on the shoulders to give you, like, to yeah, yeah, like, leverage. push you up, lever- leverage yeah, yeah. up a little bit more. Well, um, it, also, it also creates a tri-arc of the, or yeah. a tripod of... <clears throat> Yeah. Point as opposed to all the way being in one spot and um, it's now on. Three. I was going to propose a sex swing also, but um, but no, but in all honesty, it's something is just like it, it depends also her definition of heavy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? let's pretend. I, I feel like this question is like okay. There's See, I guess you more guys, f- you're so fucking French. I feel, I feel. It's I like think. You don't feel. You think. I emotionally feel. Ugh. Fuck you. We feel. Je me sens. Boisson, boisson. Je me sens que j'ai peut-être besoin d'une autre chose. Just so you know, this is uh, a dominant English podcast. Dominant. Yes. Okay. You know, passive aggressive top. Yeah. Go on. Okay. You feel. I still feel. Stupid. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm very. It was like emotional. one of the hardest things. It was very one of the, emotional. It was one of the hardest things when I first moved to Quebec was all the French people say I feel all the time instead of I think. Yeah. Because like your your ideas and your feelings are very different. Je pense. It's just people don't understand that. All right. I just. Anyways, you suck. Go That's on. That's okay. State gaudy. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm a fucking square head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was coming from the egghead. <laughs> the sex have that ser- those stereotypical moves, those stereotypical positions. And the sex? Yeah, let's just say, you know. Microphones who, who over hasn't, Thank you. Who hasn't watched porn and known a little bit more about those stereotypical, you know, missionary, top, reverse, all that good stuff. Hey, man, porn is real life. Um, That's what I saw, too. 
if she's if she's on top also if she's doing it like a reverse cowgirl um, she can mm. also brace herself on the ankles. Yeah, the knees or the ankles. Absolutely. Uh, knees or ankles, so it gives a little bit more uh, weight. Uh, if I recommend also, uh, depending on what you're actually doing it on, uh, go for a more solid surface instead of a soft surface. Yeah. Less... Like instead of a mattress, uh, try like either a floor or a yoga mat or something like that. Because then you don't sink into the mattress as much. No memory foam. Uh, no, memory foam. Well, actually, memory, I love foam, memory, is, foam. memory foam is not too bad. Yeah, I love memory you, you foam. You do sink into it. It gives you a lot of traction. Yes. You just don't get that, that flow, but, but you can you still don't have put, that bury your back. feet in yeah. and Put pillows push. on your ass. Well, yeah. you should always put pillows under your ass. It's it's better it's better penetration for the woman anyways. Yeah. Because it's, it's a straighter line, right? So you're hitting more parts of the vagina. What a, what a, what a, it's better for all, conception. What, what I'm getting at is you know you're heavy. You're conscious that you're heavy. Be confident with, obviously, that gravity works the way it does. And yeah, you'll have to brace yourself this way, that way. It's pretty obvious. Then it's just communicate. Hey, yeah, are you comfortable works. with this? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. I like yeah, this. That's ninety-five percent of the time when we have these questions, Miguel and I, and appear in this instance, we tend to get on the same same scenario, which is communication. Right? You have to. This is a great outlet to get answers from men who are very open and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it still comes down to communication with your partner. You guys have to be on the same page sexually. Just like you are if you have kids or if you're buying a house or when you're making any sort of decision, right? You have to communicate. Yeah. Uh, so the reverse cowgirl is is was my preferred position mm-hmm. because it so it, it puts less pressure on your chest. Because one thing maybe she's self conscious is that if she falls onto like his chest or something like that, if she comes more closer, sure. then she's putting a lot more weight, and it can be a little bit hard to breathe. I've been in that situation where of it's course. like, <gasps> like get well, off me, that, I can't that's, breathe. That's also why, yeah. I mean, it's you talk. Hey, so uh, yeah. can we brace ourselves a little differently yeah. here? It's, now, my my question with the forearms. So my question would be: If you're doing ver- reverse cowgirl, wouldn't it just be easier to do doggy? Essentially, it's the same position, right? So, um, well, it depends what it. Well, no, no, no. It's a. It's. It's actually True. the total different. It's total different dynamics, different penetration depth, and all that stuff. So, if you're doing doggy, especially with a big girl, mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of like, basically the gluteus maximus. She's got a big booty, so it gives you a little bit bada, less bada, distance. Bada, bada. All right. So you can be the most, you know, like it gives. There's a little bit less reach, especially if you're, if you yourself are slightly portly. Mm-hmm. Okay, the amount of fat you have around your penis will actually make your penis a little bit shorter. Yes, I do know that. So it does, and so, so that's why when you're when she's on top, um, everything goes down. It's a little bit gravity, better. You got a weight. better gravity, so you got better control. You got better depth of penetration, also. But it depends on the length of the guy's dick too, because some Ten girls, inches. some girls can't take a huge long dick because it hits the cervix and it. They hurts can them. all fucking take a so. huge long dick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, we got very technical there. No, you got really technical. Sorry. Yeah. I had to bring it back down to like reality of fucking take that dick, bitch. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. But take the dick. Coming down from my high. It's all good. Whatever. It's all good. No, but it, it, again, going back to what I was saying, it's about the communication. Figure out what works for each other. At the end of the day, I, I, the only vagueness of this question is how do I make it more enjoyable? You didn't quite state whether it's more enjoyable for you or more enjoyable for your partner. Um, so I hope that this helps. Thank you for writing in so much. Lose. We're going to call you Heather. Um, I suggest following Pierre's uh, advice with the swing. 
uh, from personal experience. Swings are really, really good for isolating the penetration specifically without with, with little to no resistance, right? Because yeah. it's all about moving a swing. Yeah. You can position the body. You can actually position, for instance, like the butt cheek up on the swing so it gives you more of an open... You're putting a lot more energy into just the sex itself. Exactly. Just, just keep in mind that some swings do have a weight rating. I'm sure. <laughs> and I, I'm, this is no joke. It has happened. I've heard of stories of those swings coming apart. And next thing you know, you're on the floor. You're fucking embarrassed. The night's over. If you have a good sense of them, you're great. Uh, I've also heard people... Well, they say face down, ass up for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> just go back I've to also the- heard yeah. about, like, fucking ceiling joists coming apart. What? Are you yeah. serious? Well, how about yeah. this? How about this? Yeah. It, it doesn't matter the fucking weight. If you're giving it, you're giving it, and you're putting more than the body weight into it, and then probably I'd get a bit wild and then hop on the swing too. How I do that? I don't know. Well, it's I'm because just you're fucking 54 pounds. Like how I did that? I held on to that, that entire episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in together, not together. Pot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's <laughs> well, how I should end it. Most just like of it is mic drop. Dick. That's cool. It's a big yeah. fucking dick, bro. I'm I'm an advocate for your yeah. ginormous penis. Cool. Although it's fairly fucking hairy. Thank you. Yes. He's got a hairy fucking dick. Only the head's clean. Well, it's all it needs to be. Do, <sighs> did I ever tell you a story about how... <laughs> Sorry, very hairy dick. Did I ever tell you the story? story. <laughs> okay, please I gotta, do. I gotta tell you Inquiring guys minds want to know. So we're in high school, and this is okay. By the way, kids, if you're listening to this, kids. which you shouldn't, <laughs> the whole time. It's been, it's been, uh, uh, I don't even five, notice. Yeah. I only post this on Facebook, and I and nine out of ten times, whenever I've had a kid listen to it, they're, they're like, Anthony, I've never seen you in this light. I'm like, Are you 18 yet? And they're like, No. And I'm like, Don't listen. Then to you me. don't need to listen to this. <laughs> So make it um, a surprise. Bullying is not cool. No, bullying is never cool. Bullying's fucking stupid. But except school, for the fact that, except for the fact that, you know what? Man up, fight the fucking bully, and stop bitching and complaining about it. Because, because the biggest issue nowadays is not so much the bullying; it's the fact of not being able to get away from the bullying. So you got to take care of that shit. Punch him in the fucking dick. Whatever you got to do, stop the bully. That's the way I look punch. at it. All right. Dick punch, right in the fucking dick. Sorry, continue, Pierre. So I was bullied as well, and that's how I solved all of my bully problems. I punched him in the dick. Well, this is this is a story, and if, if drop down, I will tell. Sorry. Like I'm gonna fucking email this link to my friends in high school, and they will all fucking howl because they know this story so well. So, anyways, this is during a lunchtime, and I was the mastermind between this most fucking evil thing I have ever done in my life. <laughs> so we used to have a buddy. I won't name his name. Let's just call him it's Gino. Fred. Let's go. Just call it Gino for the for the experience here. So Gino was a little bit of a kind of like a, a geek and a little bit of very um, not the smartest kind of dude. But today we would maybe call him autistic. <laughs> okay. I feel bad. Cause let's take a page. This is what 1988. Okay, so we're going back way back. So. I'm actually going to wait for Anthony to come back for this. You're listening? Okay. So anyways, so we were sitting at lunch, and I come up to the concept, and I just simply say, Hi, did you hear about this guy? Man, one of my friends thought it was, like, not normal to have hair on his... It was normal to have, like, no hair on his dick. Lucky bastard. And it's like, what? And so at the table, we all kind of, all the guys got in together on this, and we just simply saying, like, what? 
he had he had no hair in his dick. Holy fuck, that's serious, man. So we just all started saying how, how how our dicks are fucking normally hairy. So he says, "Yeah, man, I got my hairy dick when I was like." 17 like that's perfectly normal i got my hair so this guy's listening in on us and he's going like what i don't have a hairy dick what what do you mean you don't have a hairy dick it's like dude it's like what's wrong with you like i'd go get checked out by a doctor cancer so we said it might be dick cancer <laughs> it's always cancer judge it okay we're or, 17 or or lupus lupus thank you so, but it's never lupus. It's never lupus. It's never lupus. But it's always lupus. Mm-hmm. Dr. Hess. But it's never lupus. It's never lupus. So anyways, so this guy starts, like, arguing with us, and to the point where he fucking leaves the table, and he's like, you guys are a bunch of fucking mutants. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't have any hair on my dick. That's perfectly fucking normal. These were, so, these were disses back in 1970. Oh, yeah. 88. <laughs> so actually it was 89. Anyways, men- mentioning we're around eighteen years old. Okay, this was our like last year of high school. <laughs> I was three. Yeah. <laughs> I was collecting Pepsi points. Yeah. So <laughs> you were so even anyways, born in eighty eight. So oh, yeah, you were. So we you were passed born the, in eighty eight. Yeah. So we passed the word around. He was just bored. Everybody in our fucking class. Yeah, that's like dick all cancer. all the all the students from grade 12. And everybody just remember this is before the internet where you, you didn't just naturally go on like yeah, yeah, no. webmd and they were like it could be this that that You're it also die. could be cancer. <laughs> so we got the whole senior class involved in telling this guy that it was normal to have a hairy dick but no hair on your balls. See, it's the other way around. It was the other way around. But we brainwashed him to the point where even we got the teachers in on it. See, nowadays, you'd go to jail. <laughs> oh, if yeah. If you were a teacher getting in and be like, oh, you didn't know dicks were hair here. Let's do some science. <laughs> so we got into his brain. Molested. We got this guy into this guy's brain so fucking bad that yeah. he got home. He dick fucked his and brain. he's 18 years old and no internet back then, folks. <laughs> he asks his dad. Mm. His dad fucking beat the shit out of him. Wow. Because he says, you See? Fucking no fucking PC world back then, <laughs> motherfuckers. His dad beat the shit out of him and smacked him behind the head. I don't know how many times. What the fuck are you thinking? They're playing a prank on you, motherfucker. And anyways, it went on. So the next day he comes back to school and he's sitting alone. And I go sit by him. And like I'm the one who started this whole thing. You evil but bastard. But meanwhile, the thing is, I got off scot-free. Because now they all put now the blame on this, this other guy. Now you're carrying this for the rest of your life. Too. <laughs> they blamed it on this other guy. And meanwhile, I was the mastermind behind, the, behind this whole fucking thing. And this is the first time I admit this fucking joke to the internet and stuff like that. Yeah, it's out there now. But right? all my friends know about it in Fox. high school. We all fucking <laughs> knew it. We ap- I ap- we apologized to him afterwards. It took some time. We remained friends throughout high school after that. Kids but, are kids, bro. But That's how it goes. the fact that he fucking was so brainwashed, he had to go verify with his dad, is it normal to have a hairy dick? <laughs> and his dad's like, no, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Was, anyway, so I don't know why we were talking about hairy dicks. You brought it up, bro. Yeah, you said you, you had something you had to tell us. And yeah, you had, you, you, you I had to get to. it off my chest. And on, and on yours. The hair off your chest. Please, please forgive me. That's all good. Whatever. Conversational podcast. We're talking. That's the whole yeah. point. Uh, so going back to the second question for asking for a friend. Um, this one was sent in from another girl. Um, we're going to call her Tabitha. Just oh, I like Gertrude. 
Yeah, well, I'm the one reading, so I'm the one fucking naming. I just said what I like. Oh, yeah, well, speak it into the mic, goddammit. You can it. have whatever you like. <laughs> Has he always been this like, fucking dictator? The dick part, yeah. To you? From the movie The Dictator. Anyways, um, so... <laughs> so you're his bitch? Only on Sundays. Ah, okay. It's Sunday. Just so everybody knows we're recording this on Sunday. <laughs> uh, no, it's all in fun. It's, it's our show. I just come up with the names and read all the stuff. And So, Gertrude? Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking dink. <laughs> so, Gertrude wrote in saying, no, I'm, I'm very stressed Tabitha, out and Tabitha. I can't. It's all, I'm just kidding. Tabitha. I don't actually care. Um, <laughs> this person's name isn't Gertrude or fucking Tabitha. I'm trying to come up with the most like out of place names just to keep it as anonymous as possible. There's actually a tombstone in Quebec that her first name was Clitoris. Nice. In in old in old cemeteries around Quebec, you will find weird fucking names for people. Clitoris was one of them. Or their name was Cletus and the person just couldn't spell <laughs> It's actually him. <laughs> so this this question comes in. It says, I'm very stressed out and can't focus during sex. What can I do to draw more focus? Shut off your fucking phone. Okay. So let's, let's flesh this out a little bit more. Obviously, we were given very little information. So yeah. <clears throat> I think, not I, not I feel, I think that you... Need to first off isolate what's stressing you out and figure out why you're bringing that to bed. Um, in the, in the time that I've been working or dealing with stresses and things like that, I've noticed I'm 100% of a person, right? Uh, the biggest thing to do, like when you compare it to like work or whatever, is try to isolate. Oh, yeah, you're right. I had my arms on the table, so I'm sorry if you heard. <laughs> um, I try to isolate separating like work and home i'm not very good at it but i do my best but you got to try and isolate what the problem is why you're stressed out and why you're bringing it to the bedroom i guess we can yeah. all agree on that the biggest thing with sex is sex is a huge dump of dopamine it's a huge dump of stress uh you should always utilize that time to be close to your partner and not allow you know outside shit to bother you in that moment just because it is something that you're sharing with somebody else. Um, I think the best way to probably break past that, from my perspective, would be, you know, unless you're you know, a user of some sort, get high, drink a beer, loosen up, you know, initiate foreplay, watch some porn, do something like that to really take your mind off of what is stressing you out, yeah. and then continue forward from there, right? And just get in your groove because that's the hardest thing, right? With anybody when you're having issues with stress and things like that is just getting into that groove uh, in, in a way that's going to allow you to let go, forget, or put aside for the moment or whatever the circumstance may be. I just think that uh, when it comes to sex specifically, you really, really, really want to keep any external stress out because a lot of us nowadays have some sort of insecurities or something like that that are also going to add into the body potentials. issues. Yep, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> love yourself, and especially especially when you're with your partner, right? Like, if you're going to be confident with anybody, you know, be confident in that moment with your partner because that person is with you. They love you, hopefully, um, and probably accept you for exactly who you are. So, you'd be able to take that time to let all stresses go because you you're sharing a very intimate moment with somebody who clearly 
cares about you. So that's my take on it. Can you repeat the question for me, please? Again? The question is, I'm very stressed out and I can't focus during sex. Okay. What can I do uh, to help bring or draw more focus? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, there's also the deep down root is that is there something psychologically blocking you from? Is it something about the sex act itself? Yep. Is it the fear of intimacy? Is it body issues? Well, is it so so uh, unpleasant? Is so because some women have the what they call like uh, vaginal problems, like vagismus, which is like basically they have pain when they have intercourse and they're too ashamed to mention it. Yeah, because they think there's something wrong with me. I'm a freak. I can't enjoy it. Or it's yeah. I, it's, we he, were, I know a girl that has that actually. Yeah. So it's like um, that is a huge stressor factor. You know, it's yeah, of course, of course. Well, especially when like something that's supposed to bring you immense amount of pleasure potentially is hurting you for sure. Yeah. I think, I think it's a vague question. Uh, there's not a lot of detail to it, so I think our assumption should be and and there's a lot to unpack in that question. Well, absolutely, but I, I also think to simplify it to keep it uh, manageable. How would, how would you fix it? How would you fix it with the, all the information you know? Well, so so that's what I'm saying. So we have to. I think we have to draw an assumption here. Um, and but, when I say draw an assumption, we'll assume it's you know life or work related stress. Um, the biggest thing is to try and, like I said, it's trying to disconnect before. Go right? take a walk. Yep. Do something to really draw your mind away from that stress, and then initiate the sex or have the sex. Have your partner communicate again. Going back to the same thing as we yeah. virtually always talk about, communicate your partner that you're stressed out and you need a little help. I do. I disconnecting. Do. I do think. Fucker, fuck my mind with that. Uh, it's that, true though that you're on the right path when you're saying go for a walk, go for something. Yeah. So I would say, don't have sex. But have immense amounts of fun and foreplay because you're going to be... I like your hair. Thanks. So you're going to be really into it. So foreplay, sex is just that rush, you peak, over. Do foreplay, you have to be connected to enjoy foreplay. If you don't have foreplay, you don't get connected. you got to set the mood. Set the mood. So you can try experimenting by maybe switch it up. Uh, Rent... What's those called? Airbnb? Go ruin somebody else's place with your semen. <laughs> Make That's it what motels are for. That's what Airbnb's hey, for. Paris Motel is closed, eh, by the way? On Montreal Road? The Paris Motel? Uh, what? You never sent mattresses there? You work 104? Yeah, uh, no. Anyways. I'm new at Ottawa. <laughs> like <laughs> Only six years. What? You've been in Ottawa for more than six years. You're fucked. 2012. 11. I don't know anymore. 10. Dude. dude no. We came here in the same year. Dude, you've been here for a long time. No, okay. So, get a fucking Airbnb. Just switch the mood up. Just do foreplay. Yeah, yeah definitely. Foreplay is a huge thing. I agree. Do, do, just do a lot of foreplay. Try not to have sex and you'll see that, you know, probably somebody... Have, well, well, you'll long for it too. One of the biggest things I find... Long, there you go. Edging yeah. for... Yeah. Like, I, I find a lot of times that. what Make people do is they get to some sort of sense of, of complacency when it comes to intimacy. And a lot of times we'll sacrifice... Uh, putting in the effort, right? Because oh, it, yeah. it, it stress it stress stresses everybody out. It takes it takes a toll on the body. But you have to always remember to love yourself and always try to remember that things come, they pass, whatever. But yeah, they do. You know, what I mean? yeah, all over your fucking <laughs> chest, bitch. Um, that was aggressive. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, I prefer it in your your mouth. But uh, anywho, 
<laughs> now you know. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge is power. In the veg. In the veg. But. <laughs> Tried to get back onto a serious conversation. So how about this? When 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 in a relationship do you feel or do you feel the most intense connection? I would say right at the fucking beginning when you start. Was it? It's raw. That's it's why it's, infatuation. It's yeah. So exactly. you can't fucking let go. You're in love. <clears throat> you're in love with the idea, not a person. Talk, right? Talking so. on the phone, the texting, and you're like, "Fuck, I can't, I can't stop thinking. I can't stop doing this." Yeah. You have sex at the beginning. It's just like, I can't. Passion. I yeah. It wants to get really passionate. You're like, "Hey." was done five minutes, but it was the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. You can't think of anything else. Was it as good for you as it was for me? And then if, like, she stops calling you after three weeks, just realize you need to put more effort in. Yeah. <laughs> so h- how to relive that? So that's why I say foreplay. Uh, Get yeah. right back into it. I might blow your mind, but we no, waited. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's after. <laughs> yeah, we got to finish the podcast. We, yes. <laughs> we waited until we were married. Oh. You and Leslie? Yep. Oh, good for you. We waited. We stayed celibate for a whole year. You guys are traditional. That's Nothing. Cool. We didn't, didn't, we didn't, well, we came close one time and we actually had to back up and we go like, oh, no, 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 the clothes on the floor and we just went look at each other going, no, okay, I'm going to go get dressed now, I'm going to go watch TV, bye. That's a mood killer. CSI? Yeah. Dead bodies. Dead. Oh, good for you. I mean, and that first night, the wedding night, we were both tired, but man, was it good. Absolutely. Remember that scene from fucking Scary Movie? No. Which one? Yeah, it's There's true. a lot of scenes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They're very specific. Oh, the come one? Like with the bats? Oh, no. The scary movie. The Which one? The one where he comes and she fucking shoots through the ceiling. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The, that's the one with the bats and the... Yeah, yeah. He's mowing down her bush and shit like that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, That's a good, good scene. That was our wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get up there? Oh. Okay. <laughs> that was our wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these blue balls feel good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess I guess just to, to wrap up in that, I th- yeah, I think the biggest thing is try to figure out nicely what's stressing you out, why it's having an effect on you. Try to deal with it, or at least try to figure out a way to separate yourself from it, because you don't want to hinder your relationship because of something along those lines. Do you know what I mean? Like it isn't. Uh, Maybe like the, effect, w- the effect on the effect on your sexual life because of something that's stressing you out, and you know what? A lot of times, most of us deal with very mundane stresses. You know, and in the moment, we can't figure out why we're stressed out, or we understand we're stressed out, but not realizing that it, that moment is going to pass very quickly. Um, that's unfortunately the age of cell phones, where everything's constantly being able to get in contact with you, and those stresses you don't get a break, right? Yeah. So. I think the biggest thing is to keep a focus on yourself, keep a focus on your partner, communicate with them, let them know what's going on. Even during. You know. Even during. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, well, you're not thinking right, say it. It's going to be pretty embarrassing the first time in your own mind, but you'll get through that. That partner is supposed to be obviously there for you. It yeah. will be there for you. And just talking about it that first time, you'll feel connection. You mm-hmm. won't think of anything else but mm-hmm. that. You'll appreciate well, it. And then you'll appreciate the it. feedback from your partner too, and that's a connection right there. And these all these are all important things that you know. A lot of times we get into the hustle and bustle of life, and we do forget to, to, to focus on little things like foreplay. Take, take I, I can even say so in my own my own relationship. One of the biggest issues I had with intimacy was it was always like, oh, okay, cool, it's time for sex now, and it was like, deed done, go to bed. There was just no romance, no intimacy, right? Wham, bam, thank you, man. Started working on that, got a little bit better, but it's it's 
the 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 foreplay is a huge thing, and it's it's. <clears throat> I think I think we think that foreplay is something that you do to impress somebody initially, but foreplay is really what will keep us a relationship strong, because there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to go up to your missus or mister and you know just kind of push them over a table and pull their pants down and just please them for a minute, yeah. you know, just the idea <clears throat> that you're thinking of them and that's coming later or whatever right that that creates the urgency in the sex sex is sex starts in the head okay it finishes in the head too it's yeah it's sex is a good chunk of it is it's everything right it's cerebral we've had that conversation a couple times but when you're stressed out um you want to know what you want to know what a fucking mood killer can be trying to have kids wrong hole oh trying to make kids okay (laughs) sorry (laughs) Here went two totally different directions. Wow, wrong hole. Yeah, that would that would really be. Why can't is not working? (laughs) No wonder I wasn't having kids. It's like I was doing up the ass all the time. That's not what I meant. I so said wrong hole because you said mood killer. That is a mood killer. That's a mood killer. That's a heck of a mood killer. Sorry. No, there Sorry. was once these two guys, these two sperms, and they were going like, Yay, we're going, we're going, we're going. Says, Wait, we got to race to the ovary. Let's go to the ovary. How far is it to the ovary? I don't know. It's going to be a fucking long way. We just passed tonsils. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I didn't know if this was like a, a legit <laughs> story. Or <laughs> I was like, did you get high again when I was going pee? <laughs> <laughs> no, I but I have heard that. Yeah. I see this. There's this funny picture that I saw too that just makes me giggle every single time I see it. It's like... This mother and daughter, and they're rubbing noses, and it's super cute and gushy and gross. And then the caption's like, and think, and I almost swallowed you. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few people who should have been swallowed. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I actually got... So, so yeah, so uh, Gertrude, what's this chick's name? Tabitha. Tabitha. No, well, what's your name? Miguel. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say your name That's was? That's a big accomplishment Gertrude. for him. Yeah. Uh, so, Gertrude, Shit, I hope that Gertrude. helps. Thank you so much for writing in. Uh, I did get another one. Do you guys want to do another question? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, this one's a good one. So. Is it a mouthful? No, it's it's just... it's. It's an interesting topic, and we th- we are three different people, and I think we're gonna have three different opinions on this. So, Ooh, I think this is a good one. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Anal. So, I fantasize I fantasize about a guy from work, uh, even though I'm happily married. Am I a bad wife? Oh, yeah. it's a good one. Oh. So McGill's gone to the bathroom. So we'll start. Uh, we'll start with Pierre. I've uh, been married for seventeen years, and fuck. If you're starting to fantasize and having feelings for another person at your coworker and stuff like that, so hold on, hold on. Remember, fantasize does not oh, fantasize. necessarily. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, fantasize. So fantasize does not necessarily because that's something I want to clear because that would be part of my point. Fantasizing is not necessarily <clears throat> having feelings you know what I'm saying right like fantasizing is like watching porn yeah. uh, to me okay um, just just uh, a perspective placer that's all okay so because a lot of times people do mistaken fantasizing yeah. with feelings and that's not those two things don't entirely intertwine so I, I even the th- 
lusting after somebody else is just as bad as committing the sin itself doing the adultery itself that's okay. what that's what I've believed for a very long time mm-hmm. I still kind of do feel that way because I'm very in love with my wife sure and if <clears throat> I do fantasize that's okay and I'm gonna be fucking like if I do fan if we all fantasize, so we all don't, fantasize. don't feel uncomfortable. If I do about fantasize, it's kind of like if anybody sits weird. here and tells you that they don't fantasize about somebody else. I never fantasize. Okay, here's the thing. If I will look at porn, yeah, I try to seek out women that kind of look like my wife. Okay, but do you do that? Do you do that in a sense of guilt, or do you do that because you want to fantasize about your wife? I. F- that's why I want to fantasize about my wife. Okay, so for me, and if I, I. For me to fantasize about another woman, in all my years of marriage, no, my wife is perfect. I even though she's imperfect right now, she's still my wife, and I still love her tremendously. And mm-hmm. for me, just to, I that's why I tried. If I do, and this is really fucking open, out in the open, and everybody's gonna hear this. Whatever. But if I do look at porn, I try to look at ones that have you can't see their faces. So more of the, like the voyeur almost. I just sense. see like the rest of the body, and I can kind of fantasize. So I can put my wife's head on the body sure okay does yeah. that make sense yeah well it's each his own so because but, but i can't let, i don't feel i so but let's break let's let's make it a little less personal bring it back to the question so the question is you know i fantasize about a guy about a guy from work even though i'm happily married am i a bad wife so i, I get the perspective on where you're coming okay. from but Taking not a bad that. wife, not okay. a bad wife, not a bad wife, but she might want to stop and think a second. About what? About the why if she fantasizing about the other person. Because if that could be a sign of unsatisfaction with the partner she already has. I, in other words, why would you want to look? The grass is not greener on the other side. But if you're starting to look at your friend, at your neighbor's lawn, and you're starting to envy that neighbor's lawn. Maybe it's because you need to tend your own fucking grass. Well, no, I don't think it's necessarily that black and white. I, I that's so, my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. You're entitled to that, 100. percent I, I just think that. So my perspective on the same topic is, hey, if you. If you fan like fantasizing is fantasizing, right? The idea, fantasizing is generally aligned with personal pleasure, and personal pleasure has nothing to do with anybody else but you, right? So I'm a firm, firm, firm believer that at the end of the day, if you want to get off, you get off how you need to get off, right? If if it comes into a situation or scenario where you're having that fantasy while you're having sex with your partner, that's where I completely agree with you. In saying that, that's probably something you need to talk about or or figure out because there's there's there you're developing an emotional connection because it's beyond fantasizing and just jerking off or whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. doing, and now it's actually about the act of having sex and essentially replacing your partner with the person you're fantasizing about. Um, I think that f- no, by any means, you know, every single person has to draw their own lines on where they're comfortable or not um i think that 
fantasizing about somebody else is completely normal. Um, we all, we're one of like six creatures in the world that have sex for more than just procreation. Um, we're sexual beings. It's very, very normal. Uh, you look back, monogamy is not something that's... Dolphins we, are horny motherfuckers. Yeah, but, but, but that's my, my point, right? Monogamy is not a trait or a human characteristic. We've created it. It's, it's like a law, right? Like, it's not real in any other state that, or any other concept other than the fact that we've created monogamy because we think it's politically correct or, or right or religious. Social or norms. Whatever, exactly, right? Yeah. So I don't think, to, to isolate that question specifically, no, I don't think you're a bad wife. I think that, you know, depending on maybe how long you've been with the person or maybe the, the state of the relationship in, in the sense of intimacy or, you know what, at the end of the day, maybe that person that you're fantasizing about just does it for you and that's okay. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. The issue becomes when <clears throat> the communication <clears throat> stops. So the biggest thing is, you know, if you're starting to develop a relationship with this person, uh, this work colleague or whatever, and, you know, uh, you're communicating with them maybe essentially more than you're communicating with your actual partner, like these become the red flags as far as I'm concerned because <clears throat> that's where the emotional cheating per se would come in. So again, vague question, working with what we have here. No. Do I think you're a bad wife? Absolutely not. Depends on how far that's going. But again, at the end of the day, right, like I do agree with Pierre in the sense that if you're replacing intimacy with your partner with the idea of this person, then you have to have a conversation about that. Or if you're if you're emotionally connecting with this person outside of having a relationship. It's like I looked at it this way. Um, when I was with Chantel, we had friends. I have a lot of girlfriends. I would always bring Chantel to those relationships. I was always I would always introduce her to these people, right? Um because I was with her, so I have to have a relationship with her and them. They have to be part of that relationship. It's not a, a separate relationship. You know what I mean? Even though it was before she was in the picture, but that's being a, a good person and in, including them in that relationship. If you're having that relationship without your partner, then you're crossing some lines. You're getting to the point of crossing lines, right? And that's why I, I do agree there. But I, I, don't, I don't believe that fantasizing about somebody else, whether they be... A co-worker, whether they be a bus driver, whether they be a movie star, whatever. I don't believe fantasizing is anything more than your internal need for stimulation or excitement. Yeah, I guess more people are more comfortable with the, the you know, the distant fantasizing. For, for example, fantasizing about a movie star or, or a model or something like that. Mm. They're comfortable with that. It's like, oh, if I had a weekend pass, I totally would fuck, like, you mm. know, like... Those, those are Whatever. limits not set those are by things you. you know yeah those are limits set by reality yeah, yeah. but even still like it's it, again fantasy is fantasy right like it's no different than popping a video game and playing a fucking rpg where you're running around as a fucking sword and shield wielding magician right like it's still a fantasy I, I, i'm gonna give this question the best case scenario the best case scenario is in the relationship's absolutely fucking perfect this this relationship is absolutely fucking perfect uh, I think sex. I personally think the relationship is in a good spot. Otherwise, she wouldn't be concerned about it. Well, I'll, do you well, know what I mean? Well, it's healthy to question. Absolutely, absolutely. Me... She she has concern within herself because she probably feels uh, that she's a little out of place, or maybe you know she's starting to see flags that 
this is how she's figuring it out, and that's a good thing. The conversation is a good thing. Yeah. You know, sorry yeah. to cut you off. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's what I mean. If I want to answer this question as, I guess, give it the most honesty without any uh, any other variables, best relationship ever, um, everything is sexually awesome, you're thinking about somebody else, like to think, obviously if you're asking a question that you feel it's a problem, how about this? Does your partner know that, not fantasizing, but you find this person attractive for maybe A, B, and C. But the more you tell yourself that you may be attracted to this, maybe attracted to that, and you think about it, it gets wired. Mm. It gets wired in your brain. You tell yourself, or you drink Pepsi all of a sudden, I don't drink soda all that much, but if I would start doing it again, I'd probably start drinking soda again. And then more and more you do it, the more and more you want it, then it becomes a problem. So putting yourself in that situation to... <clears throat> I. It, no, I know like, oh, being in a relationship, I find this person very attractive. But if I keep wanting to feel that way and mm. I don't even communicate it to my partner and be yeah. open to yeah. my yeah. partner, could be simply, simply it is, yeah, you, is going to be pulling yourself into something. I'm, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm wanting this, but I'm, does my partner know and accept that, hey, you know what? I'm interested in that, but as easy as that. I, like, but I think, I think so. So again, but that comes down to so like, like, like you said at the initial part of it, you know, those are boundaries not set by you. There's a boundary set by life in the sense that. How can it's, we? How? It's okay to want other things. It's okay. It's no different than like eating food, essentially, right? Like sometimes you want pizza, sometimes you want Chinese. It's the truth. It's a want. A want's a want, right? And we can break it down by the standards in which we've considered a norm, and that's cool. But at the end of the day you want what you want for a reason so it could be something you're lacking potentially it could be just like i said that person's figure yeah. like i've definitely been heavily attracted to people solely and completely off of looks i have found uh there was a girl back at bmr i won't name names because i i don't know if she listens and i don't want to call her out but i was unbelievably like i would see this woman and she would get me all flustered and I I wanted to fucking run up one side of her and down the other, but I hated her personality. Okay. Hated her. It was completely yeah. No emotion whatsoever. It was completely raw sex or physicality, right? So, but that doesn't mean I'm a bad person or that I was necessarily going to do anything about that, right? Like, it's. How about this? It's per relationship. So if you think, is it a bad thing? There's swingers out there and there's people that would never even dream or think about another mm -hmm. person. Is it bad? It's only bad according to your relationship. Yes, I agree. And that's it. I agree. If, if it's bad for that relationship, for your personal relationship, then it's bad. If you guys are swingers, then I don't think it's that bad at all. No. You know? Yeah. And well, like it, yeah. And, and, and that that's, you chose. that's also the difference of opinion, right? I mean, you know, we, we all have slightly different opinions. That's why, that's why I wanted to read this one as well because I... I felt it was going to bring a lot of opinion out which is a good thing because I, I i just i think at the end of the day do you be happy if you think it's something to be concerned about speak to your partner it's all about yeah it, what it, you guys it, want yeah if you're really if you're really at a point where you maybe feel like you're a bad wife well there's there's probably a reason you feel like you're a bad wife and like mcgill just said maybe it's out of the general norm of what your relationship entails right maybe you guys have a very tight-knit relationship and this is the first time where you've ventured away from that person that doesn't mean it's necessarily wrong. I bet you if you go to your partner and say, hey, you know, I kind of am like it's fantasizing <laughs> about people and shit like that. Like, do you ever 
watch porn and think about fucking the girl in the porn or like is there girls at work that you find attractive nine out of ten times you're going to be able to your partner if you're that honest with them you're probably going to get a yeah yeah me too the, the reality of it is you can look at the menu as long as you don't eat from it it, right. See, I, I'm I'm the I'm kind of the type of person where like why even why even attempt reading the menu, why even why even introduce that temptation into you? What do you mean? <clears throat> What's well, not? You a lot of people say okay, your your feelings oh, aren't aren't, aren't introduced. It's not something <clears throat> you're controlling. You find somebody attractive because that's your personal preference, right? Like you're not necessarily in control of who you find attractive. How about every time you find something attractive, there's a magical lighter that burns your fucking finger. After a while, the fact that you're looking at somebody thinking that there's going to be an attractive thought going to pop through your head, you're not going to fucking do it because you know that fucking thing's going to burn. Yeah, but okay, so so why so, would so, why would a, some why would somebody have such an extreme perception on attraction, right? Like that's that's maybe if you were a cheater in the past or something like that. Yeah, you can have that mentality, but I think it's not a matter of setting yourself up to have temptation it's there it's the reality of who you are as a person it's no different than it's a sexual preference right like values uh, yeah it's it's also it depends on the character of the person for example yeah. if you're if you're inclined to fucking alcohol and you I don't know, know what you're talking about you I have do a not history have four beers in front of me and your family has a history of alcoholism <laughs> and you know that your chances of being an alcoholic too because you've tried it why even tempt fate and just try a beer don't don't that's that's just don't even fucking tempt fate well, see, I, I've been I'm, in a position where it's a question of trust also and yeah, not putting myself also. I try as much as possible through my married life uh, not to put myself in a position of where my wife would even doubt my fidelity. Right? So, for example, we had a friend that was living near near for me and I was working with her and I would give her rides all the time. And I always asked... My wife, out of courtesy, hey, do you want to do you want to hitch a ride with us? Do you want? I'm going to go drive her. Do you want to do you want to come with me? Never to give her the doubt of, never give her the inkling of, of the chances that I might stray. Here's the thing: we separated for one year, and that one year, okay, I got two girlfriends. Fuck my brains out. Yeah, you did, and. After my wife and I got back together, and I knew that I was on the fucking short leaf, short leash because of that, <coughs> because I was technically not divorced. I was we were only separated. Technically, according to we were very religious at the time, and very faithful to each other. But even during a separation, you're supposed to be celibate. That's my that's what is our intentional rules for my wife and I. Sure. And I went out, like, after, like, three months of being alone, I went out and fucked my brains out. Mm-hmm. And when that relationship went south, I went out, found somebody else, fucked my brains out again. Mm-hmm. And that went to shit. And I realized that what, even though my wife was not very mentally healthy, she was still better off. There's a difference between a girl that knows that she's nuts and a girl that's nuts and she doesn't know it. It's a big fucking difference. Sure, but my wife knew she was nuts and she was getting help for it. The other guys, the other two girls were like, anyways. I, I, well, that's, that's again, you're telling, you're telling us yeah, just, what you like. You're telling us your values. So yeah, yeah. 
your value. Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. But you know, like yeah, you tell your values between you and your girl. So is it wrong? It's only wrong between you and her because that's your values you've yeah, created. Is it agree. wrong for other people? No, fuck no. No, no. That's but I, fucking I guess business. I guess the, the, the who am I to fucking dictate what you? No, 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 no. And that's and that's that's. I swear a lot. I'm sorry. Oh, don't fuck whatever. <laughs> who fucking cares. I'm fucking sorry too. <laughs> I love you, Miguel. Where does it fucking say in the Bible you can't fucking swear, bud? It says it no fucking where. <laughs> Actually, yes, it says the first commandment. You should not use the Lord's name in vain. Okay, but that's... I didn't say Jesus Christ. Yeah. I said fuck. Yeah, puritanical law is... I think just being is. French, every swear is an actual swear. Ah, this. I learned how to swear before <laughs> I was like fucking... <laughs> and this guy's like, I'm so, Biggest fucking I was hypocrite the ever. fucking, fucking woman kiss. I was swearing. Here, now let me show you to my father. <laughs> yeah. My father would be... My father. My not dad. You. Okay, hold on. Could Hold fucking on. back back to the question. We're sidetracked. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. I'm fucking I'm good, super I'm, sidetracked. I'm good yeah. for that. So just to bring it back. Okay, Funny so, girl. so, <laughs> so do we think? Okay, so she's not a bad person. Okay, cool. I think we're on the same page with that. She's yeah. not a bad person. I think the biggest thing is if you really think it's a concern, you know, talk, communicate. I am a huge advocate for communication, um, especially when it comes to relationships. Uh, through the shit I've been through in the last little bit. Communication is so big because communication is going to be the defining factor of whether or not the two parties can come to a level playing ground or not. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you... If you feel that there's nothing wrong and it's just attraction and fantasizing and maybe masturbation or whatever, whatever it is in your world, and you don't feel you're crossing any lines... And you don't feel it's something you necessarily need to bring up because it's not going to harm anything, then don't. If you do, communicate it. And then at the end of the day, you at least know that you're being a good person and taking... I mean, just the fact that you're asking this question obviously means you care very deeply about your partner because it's a concern of yours. And you're, you're trying to understand your own emotions and feelings towards this person in relation to your partner. And that's a good thing. So applaud yourself to that because you care you're not a you're not a piece of shit you're not a horrible person so at the end of the day you get to set that sort of gauge or boundary on what your acceptance are or not then obviously i'm sure you've had conversations with your partner leading up to this you know like how do you feel about threesomes like we've all had that fucking conversation right so i i i i, I don't think you're a bad person by any stretch of the so i think you're just uh you're you're a good person you have a good heart you're just concerned i just choked on a burp what the fuck <coughs> i've never oh what have you been eating uh we had salad and <laughs> okay. i cooked burgers that i burned on the outside inside was good that's oh. i was i've never cooked a burger in a pan before it's hard it scary i think i had it on too high of a heat mm. they were delicious though mm-hmm. i don't know what you put in there <laughs> it was good <laughs> okay <laughs> um so that puts us at the longest ever yeah. podcast we've ever had. So we're at two hours and 50 minutes. So, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. How do you guys feel? You want to wrap it up? Yeah. Yep. Does anybody have any any plugs they want to do? So anything, anything social media? Uh, does anybody want to follow anybody on Instagram? Or have anybody follow anybody on Instagram? Mail me... Write me letters and mail me to my house. No, because I don't ma- have social media. That's ma- why I'm mail? Ma- yes. Mail? Take actual paper, not... Paper? Paper and pen. Pen? 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 Pineapple. 
<laughs> Pineapple pen? Shut the fuck up. All right, well, uh, I do have one shout-out. Oh, cool. Um, actually, not a shout-out, but... Um, if for those who are on Facebook, uh, my wife and I are actually doing a little bit of a GoFundMe page. Um, my wife and I, well, once she gets discharged from being treated at the Royal for PTSD, she's going to go to Homewood in Guelph um, for an extended stay where they specialize in complex PTSD and the treatments there. So she will be gone for maybe three months. Um, I uh, At first, I wanted to take three months off and the GoFundMe page was to cover my salary for three months. I don't know if I'm going to do three months off, um, but definitely uh, I'm going to be modifying the GoFundMe page to uh, be a little bit lower amount. Right now I'm asking for 7500 Okay. I'm going to bring it down. So it's just to cover um, expenses uh, for, help us pay expenses for the hotel uh, when I go visit her and the gas and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, I think do you have Anthony, a link? Do you have a link? Uh, uh, yeah, Anthony, if you, uh, if you go to the Together Not Together, um, I'll post my I'll post my link to your the email to your send email. it to my email. I'll send then, it to your email and then you can yeah. post it. Cool. Thanks a lot, guys. That would be much appreciated. Yeah, anything you uh, need we to help? managed to bring up to two fifty so far. Oh, very. Cool. Oh, actually, more than that because when we did got, it start, we got private donations. I started on uh, two days ago. That's not bad. I started on actually I started on uh, Thursday morning, Thursday morning and. We managed to raise up because um, we had an emergency. Um, being uh, being off work, I was on uh, temporary sick leave for six weeks um, just to deal my own stress and anxiety. But dealing with this whole issue about my wife being in hospital for like since February, um, so when I came back to work, uh, my paycheck was almost inexistent. Um, no commissions, no nothing. So my paycheck in total was like around five hundred bucks. And even though she's getting long-term disability, which is 50% of her salary, guess what? Um, hey, rent is due and um, payment for the car and everything. And so the funds were running extremely low. So uh, 2 o'clock in the morning one night, it just kind of jumped on to me that um, it's there's a lot of stigma about mental health and being afraid of asking for help. And I cracked down and I, I, I broke down and I actually asked for help, for people's help, for the first time in my life that I felt that I was not able to provide for my wife and for our needs. Um, friends and family came along and they gave us um, quite a lot and some coworkers were extremely generous people that I was not expecting at all. Um, friends and family. Um, so far through the GoFundMe page we raised um, um, two hundred twenty dollars as of today, uh, and private donations on the side was another three hundred, so we would have five hundred twenty bucks, um, and uh, a little bit more coming also to help. So I managed to speak with our landlord. He gave us like pay half now, pay half later kind of thing. So thanks to Benoit, my landlord, who was like very, I'm extremely grateful, grateful to the generosity of friends. And you know what? Um, some for some people times are tough so if you can't donate no worries just reshare our link and um that would be just helpful to cover the expenses and costs and stuff like that nice. so and i also want to take more time to some time off to study more about ptsd and treatments and complex ptsd and also going out there and um joining up a network of people um mm. that can help 
not only because sometimes we think of a PTSD about it's all about soldiers and stuff like that, but a lot of people will suffer from traumatic sexual violence, and um, it can have long-lasting, life-lasting implications. Absolutely. And uh, child abuse is a horrible, horrible, horrible fucking thing that should never happen. Um, when I read in the paper, read online that this this fucking person tried to get pedophilia recognized as a sexual orientation. Oh yeah, on the it's TED like talk. that's yeah. And I, you when, know, I, honestly, when I heard that, so it's a whole conversation for another time. Absolutely, absolutely. But the anyways, problem with that, yeah. the problem with that is this PC culture and opening up far too much in all directions, and that's where the danger is. So we need to monitor shit like that because well, fortunately this the LGBTQ two S community is strongly, strongly against this um, fucking identification of saying like, oh, can you add it to the LGBTQ movement? No, well, that's, fucking way. That's the whole problem with the whole like yeah, they don't want unidentification. They don't of, want it. of sex. No, they don't even want that's like that. that's but fucking you're up. a fucking degenerate. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, it's a disease. No, it's 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 <laughs> it's sickness. But uh, but yeah. So. Yeah. Anything anybody can do to help. Anywho, I just okay. I just posted a link on my my Facebook profile, so uh, probably most of you are friends of mine. If not, my name's Anthony Myrana. Go take a, a look at that link. Uh, anything you do to help, like Pierre said, if it's not something monetarily, please share the link. Um, you know, these are friends of ours. We do care about them, and we do want to make sure that uh, help is help is there where it's needed. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, just take pride in knowing that you could potentially. You know, help ease some pressure off some people. So, um, yeah, hit it up. It's GoFundMe link. I said it on my my Facebook page. Uh, I will uh, continue to post. So, kind of like finishing on a downer, guys. Sorry. It's all good. Oh, no, no, no. It's, okay. sh- it's all good. Needs to be said. It's all good. Sorry, dude. It's all gravy, baby. Oh, by the way, like I'm 46 year old stoner and I'm wearing a fucking cheese and jong t-shirt. I love actually no, when you walked in. I was like, that's <laughs> fucking perfect. <laughs> He walked in wearing a Cheech and Chong. I hope you guys eventually get into a fucking, like, web series. Well, so our goal, Miguel and I were talking about this other day. Uh, I have a passion and a dream for this to become bigger. Uh, Essentially, I would love to be able to do this as a job. Um, You know. Can I join you? Well, anybody. Once in a while. Anybody. Well, and and you know what, Pierre, it's been been a pleasure having you. So, absolutely. I want to start making it at least once a month we have a guest. Sorry so. for the bunny trails. Huh? Sorry for the bunny trails. What are bunny trails? Bunny trails? Yeah. It's when you go off topic. Oh, pfft. it's a conversational <laughs> podcast, dude. <It's laughs> did you listen to all the other episodes? Yeah, have you not listened to the other episodes where we were together doing the exact same thing? Hey, did I actually beat Dunlop's time? Yes. Yeah, like Woohoo! half hour ago. Yeah, almost <laughs> half hour, yeah. We're almost at three hours now, so. So is this going to be volume one, volume two, volume three? No, no, it's all coming out of one episode. they're going to be like prequels and... No. They're all, they're all the first. It's all yeah, the first it's always episode. the first. First episode, seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten, whatever. Um, You're running so out of that, steam there, Anthony? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting gassy and I don't know why. <laughs> um, so on that note, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Gathered On Together podcast. Uh, as always, I am Anthony Myrana, and as always, I am joined by McGill, Miggy, Golden Slong, Derpy Doo, uh, Goudreau, and our special guest, uh, Pierre Belanger. Belanger. Uh, Belanger. Uh, Pierre Belanger. That is moi. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Any questions, concerns, anything like that, please, please, please 
reach out to us at togethernottogether at gmail.com. We do appreciate it. Um, also, anybody that is listening, those that, like I said, that, you know, 20, 30 people that listen on the first day, every day, you know, you guys are our base right now. We love you. Contact us. Let us know who you are. We do want to potentially invite you on to the podcast. We want to create a community out of this, you know. Um, we, we are very, very lucky to get awesome questions from you guys. Uh, a lot of interest. It stimulates us. So hopefully it answers some of the questions for you, stimulates you. Um, you know, we, we do this all together. So uh, this is this is as much for you guys as it is for us. Uh, so without you, there's no reason to come in here every day and uh, talk into microphones for a couple hours. So thank, thank you, you to you. my generous hosts. Ah, yeah. fuck, man. Thank you for coming. We appreciate thank it. You. So we... Uh, Sitting... Oh, God. Oh, my God. Dicks are out. Oh, okay. We're out. Peace.